Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today, Mr. Q Storm. So how are you? I had to be. I had to be uh, dad today. I had to be the the angry dad. Had to, had to, you know, the social event of the school year apparently is going down at one of my son's friends' houses, sleepover, you know. And he, I caught him doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. Not that. Not that. What is that? Well, there was a Glamour magazine. Dick <laughs> 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 Sexy gets it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Glamour? Glamour? <laughs> coming of age. It's coming of age. I didn't I didn't catch him doing that. Wow. It's something else that I've told him not to do. And uh I had to say, you're not going tonight. And it, it's all it's been crying, pleading, begging. Uh, you better get on with that. Now let me let me let me say this because I you know, I, I feel sorry for the young man and dad airing you out here on the public forum. But now that you've opened the floodgates, uh, what uh, I'm curious, like, what else would a child do that would prevent them from going to an event? Like, a, I'm actually I don't understand what it is that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, I, I set down a rule and he disobeyed the rule. I mean, oh, okay, that's pretty much all there is to it. So he didn't like wash his dishes or something like that. Or? Yeah, got it, got it. Right. Shoot, come on, man. Let's 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 negotiate this thing out for him, man. It's the event of the year. Make him burn some other way, man. I'll take this from him. No. <laughs> this way he'll remember it. You know, he, oh, he, might, remember he might remember it in the wrong way though. Yeah. Kind of like uh, it's kinda like leaving Neverland. You weren't there. <laughs> okay. All right, I, I, I don't go too deep into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go too deep into your personal thing. All right. I actually have tea, and I'm going to sip it right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Also joining us, Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good. I, although I almost had to smack a senior citizen this week. Oh, here we you go. Salt charge. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Nah, I'm waiting in the pharmacy with my daughter, you know, just me and her. Daddy, daughter day out. She at the hospital because she has pneumonia. So I'm waiting on the medication. And this old man, you know, keeps waving at her. Oh, she's so cute. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that your first grandchild? Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I almost went. I was like, really, my dude? I, I, I said, okay, this is old man. But I wanted to be like, Nigga, I'm young enough to be your grandchild. Hey, man. <laughs> you Look, never he's an old that. man. His eyes eyesight isn't the best. Come on. <laughs> or you just an old looking motherfucker, but I mean, I'm going to with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just hella insulted. Like, wow. I was like, I, I was like, nah, nah, this is my first. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, my, my, my bad. I'm like, yeah, you're bad. I'm like, I'm gonna respect the elders, but show the one lady the, the handeth of God on him. You should have took that. You could have took that. You know, as like took it as a Bernie's. As what? a what? A Bernie's. Take that. <laughs> oh, oh, the, 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 the Instagram. Oh, I thought I thought Aunt would pick that up. The Instagram model. What's her name? Her name Bernice. Oh yeah, Bernice. Yeah, she's a hot, the hot mom with the she's a grandmother. grandkids and yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she had her first child at fifteen. 
Well, yeah, but well, mm. <laughs> I was trying to help you out, man. Dang. Her daughter had her first shot at seventeen, so I'm cool. <laughs> well, I'm, you know what, Michael? Are you hitting that ampoo needs surgery to look good? Because wow. Denise has surgery. Oh, I, see, I didn't know all that. I was just trying to help him out. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Hashtag Mama Say Mama Saw. That's what that is. Some, well, somebody put her picture in the chat. I don't like putting pictures in there. But anyway, um, all right, I'm man. Mistaken some, I'm mistaken some people's sons for daughters because they let their hair grow long. And Huh? How old's your daughter? That's my son. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Exposed. All right. Um, also joining us, Chloe. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. You don't have any oh, wild goodness. story of parentage? <laughs> well, no. Um, apart from, uh, I finally told my mom that I'm going to Minneapolis and she's happy for me. Um, oh, nice. Thing, any other thing is I, I went to see Drake this week and I'm, I am stuck with a headache. Oh, yeah. And that was Wait, Drake gave my... you a headache? Listen to me. Let me tell you something, yeah? Let me tell you something. The seats <laughs> I got, <laughs> the seats I got were so high. They were ha 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 high. I was like, the O2 arena is like a dome, a circle, right? So the, the higher you go, the further away you are from the stage, but it's more like gravity has you leading forwards. I had to stand up. I couldn't take any more. And um, people were smoking, like not cigarettes, <clears throat> uh -oh. the nice stuff. So um, obviously that hit me. And then basically Drake has had like a whole variety show. He had popcorn come on stage. He had Tory Lanez come on stage. And towards the end of the show, J. Cole came on stage. And I just like, a, 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 I don't know, a blood vessel burst in my head. I don't know. Cause the place went wild. And I was like, mm -mm, I can't take this anymore. So, yeah. Can I ask a question? What are those things sticking out of the, uh, out of the top of the dome of the O2? Are those like transmitter towers or something? Maybe it was decoration. I really don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm about to throw in a picture of Bernice in the group chat. You guys are ready for that? Oh, please. Please drop that in there. All right. Hey, Instagram as well. Have a look. Have all a right. All right. Also joining us is Mr. Quentin. Sir, how are you? I am great. A little tired from a very long week. And Rod Stewart is correct. Blondes do have more fun. Here you go. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Also, but certainly last but not least, Mr. Big Sexy in Sex, or are you doing? Well, I didn't have to smack around the old folks this week, uh, but I did have to straighten the client out on his bill because if there is one thing that is a constant in my field of work, don't ever piss off your lawyer. <laughs> no, that's right. All righty. Well, let's get into things here. And uh, yes, she's a grandmother. Um, <clears throat> there you go. The chick with the fur coat? That's a grandmother? Yes, yeah, and the baby here? That's her? Yeah, yeah. that's her. Yes. She's got a whole interview on Breakfast Club. You can have a listen to that too. And you to hear about more of her story. <laughs> Damn, a story. I didn't... I'm just joking. She's well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's get into things here. So, uh, big week in media, of course, movie news. The new trailer, or teaser trailer, I should say, for the upcoming Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, was revealed this week at the, uh, I believe it was the Star Wars celebration in Chicago this year. Uh, it's a big 
uh, convention that they have for Star Wars. I don't know if it's every year or every other year. But anyway, they unveiled the title of the movie and showed the first teaser trailer. And we're just going to go around and get people's reactions and uh, theories, I imagine, uh, what may happen. Uh, we're actually going to start with uh, Mr. Q-Storm. Sir, what did you think of? I only saw it once, and that was in kind of in passing. I was distracted. But what I remember of it was uh, Ray outrunning a TIE fighter or a, a souped-up TIE fighter. I don't know what they're called. And then doing a backflip, and then it cuts, and I can't remember. Oh, and uh, Lando's back. That's dope. And the Millennium Falcon. And then we see what looks like a crescent, what looks like the the Death Star laser portals crash on the ground of some planet. So from a visceral standpoint, just a reactionary standpoint, I'm curious to see what those images mean. Outside of that, I'm not that hyped for Star Wars anymore. And I got to tell you, it's it's really sad because Star Trek is letting me down and Star Wars is letting me down. I'm not excited about either property anymore. Star but Wars I, is nowhere near. It can't be as bad as Discovery. It can't be. It's not possible. Uh, did you see Last Jedi? Actually, no. Well, okay. <laughs> Take a look at that. <laughs> Get back to me. Uh, and the the main thing I don't like, I mean, I want to, I like Ray. I like the character. I like the fact that there's a female lead. It's something different. It's new. But the thing is, is that it's the same thing with Michael Burnham on Star Trek. They want us to just accept these things without giving us anything to, you know, hang our hat on. It's just, she's just super powered. She can do all this stuff. No explanation. Accept it. And let's move on. And nothing, none of it is earned to me. We saw Luke. He was a farm boy. He had a hero's journey, a struggle. Uh, and there was some hiccups in the way. Luke, I am your father. And I'm like, oh, that Nick. Wow, I can't wait till Return of the Jedi. And the reason I couldn't wait, because I cared about the character. I was on the journey with him. With Rey, it's just, oh, she can do all this shit. Okay, we don't know nothing about her. <laughs> but you like her anyway, right? And I'm like, no. I need more. So... I'm just not that I'm not that hype. I'll go see it, but I'm not that hype. All righty, all right. And Pooh, what did you think of the trailer? Um, I say off rip, it definitely did give me hype. I'm a big <clears throat> I'm a big JJ Abrams detractor. I feel like he likes to ask questions or put questions out there that he never answers and there's too many plot twists on there. But what I will say is that man knows how to make a good-looking film, and more importantly, a good-looking trailer. And it definitely, I'm going to say, it gave me the feels. Got me excited for the next film. I think the main thing is is that it appears that he's willing to deviate from where Ryan Johnson took the Star Wars franchise in The Last Jedi. It's, it was, we got to be honest, it was very dis- divisive. And overall, looking back at The Last Jedi, while I thought it was a good film, it just didn't light the world on fire for me. And and where it ended, it didn't give me hope or excitement for the next film. So with this, it looks like he's captured some of that magic. He's cheating a tad bit because he gave us the laugh of Emperor Palpatine. And more importantly, they even had the actor that played Palpatine out there telling us to play it again. Roll it so, again. Yes. <laughs> um, 
But at the same time, I don't care. I'm not particularly invested in these new characters. And it's not that I don't feel like they've told a good story. It's just that they haven't connected with me at all in the same manner that we have with the previous uh, trilogies, uh, main stars. I can say the same thing about the prequels as well. Like most of those characters, I really didn't care too much about, but they had the cachet of, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Yoda. Whereas this one, they don't really have that because the older characters, they've kind of pushed to the side, which I get because they want to run the franchise with these new characters, but they just haven't done enough to make me care about them. So I'm hyped. But I'm more so hyped to see how they integrate these older characters into this new film. All right. Uh, Quentin, did you happen to check out the trailer? I did. And, you know, my take on it will be short and sweet. Looking forward to it. Not hyped. Maybe the next trailer will get me there. But this has a flavor of just another episode versus a big Star Wars event. But that's what teasers are supposed to do. They're supposed to get you in there and get you ready. So I'm ready to see what's next. All right. Uh, now, Chloe, I can't remember you said you did or did not see the trailer. I did not see the trailer. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm sorry. And to see the word Skywalker just reminds you of my ex because I used to nickname him Skywalker because his name was Duke. So it's a no for me. <laughs> Hilarious. <Duke. laughs> all right. All right. Um, Big Sexy. Did you have a chance to see the trailer for The Last yes, Skywalker? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, again, admitting I did not see Star Wars 8, I believe. And just watching the trailer, I only watched it initially because, you know, you had mentioned something about it in the chat. I'm like, oh, let me take a look. Who directed this? Is this Abrams? Yes. Okay. When I first saw the trailer, I see the young lady, Ray, is that her name? Yep. She's standing in the desert. (laughs) She's standing in the desert, breathing all hard. I'm like, what the hell's her problem? Then she pulls out the saber. Then she has to turn around and pose first. What the hell was that? You know, she she hits the lightsaber, pose. Then the, whatchamacallit comes at her. She stands there for a moment. She runs, and then she jumps up and does something with it. I thought, well, this is some bullshit. And then <laughs> as it went further, I see the guy from Girls playing the bad guy again. I just can't take him seriously in that role. Hilarious. I just can't. But it turned all the way around when I see Billy D. I'm like, okay, now we're cooking. Because especially in light of all of the, just to say, discussion about Billy D's preferences, which were so bullshit. Actually, Orlando's so, preferences. Was <laughs> okay, Put some respect on Billy D's name. <laughs> you know, that was some bullshit. And I watched, so I'm watching. I'm saying, okay, cool. There's Billy, and then you see the traditional, yet never gets old effect of Star Wars when its ships go into their version of warp speed. I don't know what they call it, but while the lights start to just, you know, elongate and it takes off. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Then at the last one, the last portion, I see, I'm guessing, is that a Death Star on the planet? Looks like it, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that's interesting. You know, everything up until they showed Lando, I was like, yeah, miss me with that. But seeing Lando and seeing that effect, 
tells me that this director is trying to say, look, let me go back to what this franchise is about. This is what people want to see. Because a lot of people, myself included, had a bad taste left in their mouths from those first three prequels, which were all crap. And so now Abrams bring it back to where it needs to be. So I'm, again, I'm not overly excited about it, but I will see it. But I'm not like, you know, jump off the rails. Ah, let's go see it. No. <laughs> but again, the thing that just really irked me was that pose in the beginning. Like, why are you posing? The glamour shot, By the push, man. <laughs> well, at least she wasn't holding her stuff. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my quick take on this. Uh, I'm a Star Wars fanatic. You know, I love Star Wars. Now, I will admit that I don't really care for Solo or uh, Rogue One as much. But I still, I'll be there day one. I support them. Uh, to me, this looked as amazing to me. That first scene, unlike uh, Big Sexy, the first scene when Ray standing there and then the TIE fighter, who I assume is Kylo Ren, comes, you know, uh, chasing her down in the desert. And she flips. I was like, oh, nigga, that, I'm all in. That just reminded me of some anime type shit or something. I was like, what the hell? So I love that. Um, it was cool to see... Um, my guy Finn and Poe, you know, I assume they're on another uh, wacky adventure or whatever. And you saw C-3PO there, Chewbacca, and uh, shout out to Lando. I thought they could have had his edges a little more tight with the perm, but it, it's all good. You know, they don't wow. have, they probably don't have us doing all the makeup, <laughs> but it was good to see the old school player up there. You know, pilot in the Millennium Falcon. That just that nostalgia kicked in. I wish they kind of had that one big lip dude. Was it? You know? <laughs> but, but I understand. I understand. You know. You don't know his name, Mike? Oh uh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Nine nine numb. Nine numb. I just have big lip. Nine dude. numb. Yep. You know? But I wish they Classic had Star Wars name. Classic Star okay. Wars. Name. Wish they had him up there. But other than that, it, it was dope. I just you know again, I take it with a grain of salt with these te teaser trailers because I don't know what the story is and they're just showing you bits and pieces. Uh, and, you know, sometimes they'll show us stuff that don't even be in a movie, so I don't get too crazy of it. But in terms of does it excite me to want to see what's next? Yes. Uh, does it look like it's going to be exciting? Yes. So for me, it was like, okay, at least I know they were doing something that looks kind of cool. And like I said, to me, that first shot with Ray that's the kind of shit I like that kind of shit where it's just some super spectacular acrobatics fighting swashbuckling I, I'm, I'm all in for that it kind of reminded me of uh, I think was it Force Awakens where it starts mm -hmm. with uh, Finn and he kind of <laughs> you know it sort of has that same sort of they're always breathing heavy I, don't, I think they even did that on the Force <laughs> on the Last Jedi too the way it's hot yeah, the way the trailer starts, they're always in some sort of panting, and then it just gets into some shit. So I thought that was cool. And then, of course, it ends uh, with the laugh of Emperor Palpatine. And I just, that I think that was like the, everybody was like, what the fuck? Huh? Like, everyone's kind of tripping. I, I'll say this, what I think might, could happen. Um, I actually might think that she could be just doing, it, that could be audio from either a hologram recording or some sort of recording of Palpatine talking or something, or um, Ray has, uh, you know, she, in the first movie, she was seeing visions of the past and the future. 
it could be that she maybe she has some sort of forced vision again of the past and they do some sort of flashback and they show, you know, Emperor Palpatine doing something that sort of plays into whatever the hell is going on now. Uh, I don't think they would bring him back per se as alive. I think that would be kind of corny and they haven't really they'd be breaking precedent precedent of the movies as opposed to the, you know, uh, legends material. But again, I would imagine they're not showing us literal things sometimes, particularly when you just only hear the audio. But what I see them doing in a flashback scene of Emperor Palpatine probably talking to Anakin or something and they set it up something that happens now. I could see that. Or, you know, they had that shot of the Death Star. I don't know if that was on indoor where that thing was. I would not be shocked if she or they go into that ruins of the Death Star and maybe there was the uh, a lab or a lair that Palpatine had at some point and there were some recordings or something in there. I want to say that uh, in the early versions of well, not the early version, I'm sorry, on the, on the script of the uh, Return of the Sith or whatever, there's a part in there where Palpatine tells Anakin that he created him, but they just didn't. They cut that out of the movie. So I don't know. They might pull that and be like, you mean he so created Revenge him? of the Sith? Yeah, it's Revenge of the Sith in the script. There's a part, there's a scene in there where Anakin is talking to Palpatine, and Palpatine explains that he created Anakin. You know, he manipulated the midichlorians. He's talking, you know, they kind of show you earlier in the movie, he was talking about Darth Plagueis. Right, like, yeah. He could create life and all that. So that, that's in there. And I think even in the last Darth Vader comic book, like the last issue, there's a picture. I remember looking at it. You can see uh, there's a vision Anakin's having of his mother. And like they have Palpatine like behind her, you know, doing his pose. And he's like using the force on her belly or whatever, like fucking with the midichlorians or something. I don't know. If to, and those comics are, can, are canon. So I would not shock me if the rise of, you know, Skywalker may be more of a like uh, she might even be been have been created by a Palpatine as well. You know, if I could see them going that way, like, yeah, I created Anakin. He didn't have a dad. He was made by the force. And I was trying to do you the same way. And maybe that was his last plan that he had secret plan on the Death Star. And she goes back and sees a recording or it's revealed. And that's where you ha ha ha. And then she realized they give us payoff to say, that was her parents. So that was who she really is. This is why she is as strong as the rest of them. So I, I could see some shit like that, but again, I have no clue. But uh, whatever. Wait, who, who, are, who are you suggesting? I mean, that theory is just as valid as any other theory. So who are you suggesting were her parents, though? Did we? You... Well, I'm, I'm just saying maybe she had the same type of parenting as, as Anakin did. He didn't have a. We never know who his dad was. It's assumed he was just born. He just, she was just pregnant all of a sudden. Maybe Palpatine did the same thing with her and had her hidden away somewhere. But he died, so he never got to go back and get her or whatever. I don't know. So maybe her parents were nobodies, as Kylo kind of said. Again, I don't know. I don't have the answers to it. But I, would, I can see that. Or it could be. That makes sense. Um, I mean, it makes sense for Star Wars, but yeah. then why would he leave her on? I forget the name of the planet. Recchio. Well, I'm saying maybe because he died in Revenge of the Jedi. He didn't go back and 
it was some secret plan, so maybe he didn't, he wasn't, he never could go back and get her or whatever. I, I, again, I don't know. Uh, and it could be something that we might see Kylo Ren story. I, another part I thought was like the only person who could really probably stop Kylo aside from getting killed or something would be Darth Vader. Like they have never shown us Anakin as a Force ghost yet, aside from Return of the Jedi. So we know he exists as a Force ghost. If this, if his grandson or whatever his relationship with, is damn near praying to his ass every night. I would imagine he's gonna finally like Anakin. You gotta stop this. I mean, uh, Kylo, you gotta stop this shit, man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm. I didn't die as Darth Vader. I died as Anakin. So I'm coming back from the grave to tell you to stop. You know, you gotta stop. He'd be the only person who could probably like get him to get off of that bullshit. Hey, Mike. Go ahead. I think you deserve a seven a seven figure paycheck for writing this guy. I think you just did a better job than these writers are gonna do. Well, again, I'm just going off of what I've seen in the movies and the books. They may already have all that. I'm sure they already have a, a legitimate way to end this. But I'm just saying, as a fan, I could see it going one of these ways. But then again, it could go, it could go totally different. Like, I never, I didn't see The Last Jedi going the way it did. But I, and I like The Last Jedi. But I do agree it's a divisive movie, which I don't have no problem with it. <clears throat> but uh, I'm all in for it. You know, I want to see a real trailer. The scene I want to see, I want to see Lando pull Ray, uh, not Ray, uh, Finn aside and say, "Look, let me let me teach you some game, bro." Because hilarious, you <laughs> <laughs> young buck. Has there ever been a? Forgive my ignorance on Star Wars. Has there ever been a precedent for a evil Force ghost, meaning? Uh, uh, yeah. A Jedi turned to a Sith or something like that. Because didn't that laugh kind of sound like Mark Hamill's uh, Joker? Some people think that too. That's and that would be interesting. But I, um, but has there ever been? Yes, but not in the the new canon. They haven't shown that. Um, but there has been um, Darth Bane and some of these other original Sith cats. But, Bane, you say? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but we'll see. You know who knows? They got a lot right. to wrap up in one movie. I'll tell you that. I would be all right if they do ape from the the old expanded universe and go with the clone. I'm I'm cool with that. Many people that have read those books, read those comic books, uh, swear by that material. So I'm a, I'm far okay with it. Yeah, dark uh, dark empire. One and two. Yeah. Are we, we'll do see. you think we're ever gonna find out who Snoke was? I, I wouldn't be shocked that Snoke was Palpatine either. <laughs> Oh Lord! I can't I mean, say it'd point, be on some bullshit, but I wouldn't be shocked. They they have to to me explain a little bit more about Snoke because just seems wasted. Like why have him be what he was these last two movies? You still don't really know anything about him per se. Well, I mean he's dead, so at this point, who cares? You know, we, his involvement on yeah, I do too. His involvement on the the series is is over. His story's done. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you know it has to still make some kind of sense, like. How, how was he able to galvanize all the last, yeah. like, the first order, and come to rise and and and, and manipulate Kylo Ren? Like, how, how did he do that? It seemed like no matter how strong the rebels get, the, the Empire or first order, first order, whatever you want to call them, they always they always got something for their ass. I mean, it's like the rebels should just say, "Fuck it, damn, okay." But but uh, and then again, uh, what's his name? The bad guy we were just talking about. I, I totally forgot. Snoke. Snoke. Snoke could be. Maybe he was um, another apprentice of Palpatine, right? That he just put him in position to do his bidding, 
and he he's you know this whole time he just been going by old tapes Palpatine or old orders he had for him you know to get him in a position like as a Sith to take over shit I mean I could see that too uh, and of course they never really they haven't shown us Darth Vader's castle and what may be there and stuff and all this stuff is canon stuff too so Darth Vader's castle we did see in um did we see that in Rogue One was it yeah, wasn't it Rogue One where um, I the guy, remember. I can't remember yes. his name. Yeah. It was, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there may be some stuff that Kylo may be getting things from there. I mean, again, there's a lot. That, they're going to have to finally explain some shit if this is the last Skywalker movie story. So we'll see. I think they'll go out with a bang. And they have announced that they're going to they gonna sit down <laughs> with these Star Wars movies for a while and take a break, which I, I, I like that. Why? Why? Do you, I'm just curious. Why do you like that? Uh, because the quality needs to be. To me, you're rushing if you're trying to put movies out every year, every other year. You can't just force magic, man. You gotta take your time and really get the everything together. I just felt like they were rushing the shit. I agree. You know? But see, it I, doesn't I, feel like a uh, an event anymore. Yeah. It's just oh, another Star Wars movie. Okay. It's cool. to me like Marvel or something. Like as much as I like Marvel, again, I really only like maybe one of every other Marvel movie. But if they just said we're only just doing like these Avengers joints or the real ones that I consider real, I could you know, to me, the uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy two. To me, that's like Solo and Rogue One type movies. They're cool, but they take away from it because it ain't on the same level. And I would rather they just all be headbusters. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like filler. Yeah. See, I just, I, I gotta, I hear what you're saying, but I gotta push back a little bit because I just think if you, the rushing, what makes it feel rushed is I think they're just getting people in there that don't know shit about Star Wars and aren't that, they may be talented or they may be hyped to be talented, but they're not that talented. Because I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about Prince. He put out a, an album every year, and the shit was banging every time for the most uh, part. And this may shock some people. I disagree with you. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, same here. Walk that one back. Nah, man. I mean, that's my man. But if he took a break and just saved only the dopest material from every out, and just he would have bangers. Some of the stuff was loaded down with things that, eh, chaos and disorder. You know, again, his earlier stuff. Yeah. I, I would say it's banging, but some of the later stuff. I'm, and again, I'm not hate. All of it sounds dope to me, but to me, there's a thing of quality over quantity, mm-hmm. and I just feel like going back to these movies, specifically Star Wars, they had too many issues with the direction of these movies uh, because they're trying to force them out. So. Didn't they fire the director from Solo and bring in Ron Howard, reshoot half the movie? Uh, Rogue One was littered with issues. They recut the movie a couple different times. And you can watch it. So to me, it's like, because you're trying to rush the shit. If you're going to let the artist be the artist, then you got to take time. Uh, Same thing with some of those Marvel movies. Didn't they get one of the directors out of here? Oh, Ant-Man. Edgar Wright. And then, you know, uh, what's my guy? Josh Whedon of the second Avengers. He was like, hey, y'all motherfuckers trying to tell me to put all this other crap in. Can't do the movie I'm trying to do. It's the same type of thing. Like, you're it, just trying to push them out too much. But when you let the people do what they do, or you have the real good artist cats, like the Rizzo's or whatever, 
then that shit is always bomb. Cause they, you know what I'm saying? But every movie can't be directed by the same people. So I just want to say, I don't, I don't have a problem with Star Wars taking a break. I love Star Wars so much. I'd rather them just drop head busters. I don't need to see it every other, every year. If half of them is going to be on some bullshit, I'm cool with that. I don't, I, I want them to preserve the eventness of it. So I'm not mad at him for saying that. Maybe they can shift that to the TV, which we'll get into. Well, I'm just saying I, I probably got a good 20 years left before I'm confined to a wheelchair and I won't be able to go out and see these movies. I want to get them as much as I can now. That's my yeah. thing. All right. They have wheelchair sections in the movie theaters. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want nobody driving me while I'm slobbering down my chin and shit. You know? What the hell's going to happen to you? Is that what you think? People, <laughs> it's all, it's all, all the wheelchair people are slobbering in the chin? We get old, man. We get old. Damn. Damn. Sorry, all my people that that that's we all know like vegan and I'm not vegan. I'm the furthest thing from vegan. I eat things that had a face. Mm. Uh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> all you right. Know, you, you could take the steps to prevent it, but that's all right. That's all right. Well, you're age. You're gonna get old. You get arthritis. Your joints start fucking up. There's getting old, and then there's aging. You can age gracefully. And it doesn't mean Shoot, you I'm, can't I'm see no, movies. I, I, I got to go to the bathroom at least once in the movie. I don't know what I'm gonna do for uh, Endgame. All right, I'm gonna win all day without that with you. Yeah, I was gonna say let's, let's pins, stop right? now. <laughs> Snitching on yourself. With two I might do that. Depends. I might just. Oh lord! Oh, shit. <laughs> Literally. All right, hey. moving right along. <laughs> it is three hours. Shit. All right, we're gonna move over. Oh, any other comments on the uh, Star Wars trailer? All right. Uh, let's let's quickly move over to uh, Disney real quick just to close it out. Let me say this: Disney, they pretty much they, they just give them 2019. It, it's a wrap. They they got it on lock. They got uh, Endgame about to drop. You see, they got Star Wars coming this year. Toy Story four uh, with the Lion King. I know I'm probably forgetting some Aladdin. Other Aladdin. Yeah, it's over, man. They they they, they done shut that, that Aladdin down. Aladdin ain't gonna do nothing. I disagree. It might not be that good, but it'll cash out. It'll cash out. All right. But what they also dropped the hammer on uh, streaming. And let me read a little bit about this. This is from Variety. Uh, Disney announced the Disney Plus streaming service. Um, It's going to cost $6.99 a month. It's nearly half the price of Netflix's standard $13 uh, a month plan. Uh, what does it say here? Out of the gate, Disney Plus will be the exclusive U.S. Uh, streaming home for Disney, Marvel, Pixar, and Lucas Films, starting with the 2019 releases, which include Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Aladdin, Toy Story, The Lion King, Frozen 2, and the new Star Wars movie. All told, Disney Plus is the first, you know, in the first year of launch, will include 25 original series, including John Favreau's Star Wars the Mandalorian, um, a high school musical series, along with 10 original films and specials. In addition, it will be stocked with 400 library films, including 18 Pixar titles, nearly all the Marvel movies. uh, And within the first year, all the movies in the Star Wars franchise and 100 recent movie releases from the Disney portfolio. Also, it will feature 7,500 episodes of the current uh, uh, TV shows including 34 seasons of The Simpsons 
There are 30 seasons of The Simpsons? God damn. Yep. <laughs> Longest crazy. running sitcom in history. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, which are moving from the FX uh, Simpsons World app to the new service. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, Disney, here's an interesting thing. Disney previously told investors content licensing revenue in 2019 would drop 150 million because of the programming it's holding back for the Disney Plus service. Most of that revenue drop will fall in the six months ending September 30th. Um, they say that Disney is estimated to lose about 500 million in revenue per year by ending its Netflix deal. Uh, to me, why that is and interesting is because essentially, I guess what they're going to do is, you know, how uh, movies will come out and you could, um, of course, you could go buy the DVDs or Blu-rays, which most people are not doing these days. But a lot of people stream them or either buy them on like a Voodoo or iTunes or one of these other types of services and or rent them. It sounds as if Disney will no longer be a part of that game anymore and you'll only be able to get those movies on their service which is a very interesting move if this is true because obviously this is going to in some degree kill a huge segment of the streaming revenues that these other services would you know make money on if this content will no longer even be for sale on these other platforms and only on disney it's a very powerful move in my opinion because that kills that amazon money where they have their service you could stream or rent the movies there iTunes, Voodoo, of course, Netflix won't have them. So you'll only be able to get their content on their platform. Uh, that's very interesting to me. Uh, obviously, the DVD market is a wrap. Blu-ray market is a wrap. Even the renting them on other stream streaming st platforms is a wrap. They're going all in, even taking the loss of the $500 million or whatever. Uh, very interesting move, but I, that would play to me that they're playing a long game uh, where they're probably just going to invest heavy, take losses for years, and yep. then be able to say, we, we got everybody. And that $6.99 price, uh, and there's no ads on this service either, either is, a, is a direct blow to uh, particularly I'm, uh, excuse me, Netflix, I would imagine, because they just like, we don't need to make no money on this. We're getting... We're just going straight for customer base. Very interesting move. Uh, Ampu, what do you think about this? Um, I'm just like, damn, Disney's not coming to play. I just did the math. In order to replace that $500 million that the Netflix isn't giving them, they'd have to have 5,960,000 subscribers. I think they'll get that on day one easily just to replace that revenue. For me... I love the fact that they're being bold, that they're throwing this money at all of these creative people and taking these IPs and you know, turning them into series, turning them into films. I mean, they're taking the, the Avengers, Hawkeye, Loki, <clears throat> Winter Soldier, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Vision, and giving them series just to show that to compete with Netflix and garner that market share. On the other hand, 
I am, I'm kind of thinking of Amazon and Hulu, who I think are going to fall by the wayside. And I'm looking at Apple, which <laughs> I think we're all laughing at Apple now because not only did they not show show us any um, real content in the form of a trailer or even any scenes, but just these bland as this is who we're working with. So get hyped for what they're going to produce. And this is just a name. Overall, I'm looking at the network and all of this, like, if all of this stuff is going to digital, what is going to be left for over-the-air uh, network television? And at the same point, I know people are going to think, no, this doesn't exist. But yes, it does exist. There are people in America who do not get cable and, more importantly, live in areas where they can't stream this content. So what's going to happen to them with more and more of this content going digital? But I might. <laughs> all right. Uh, and also, I forgot to add, they, they said that they would probably also be offering a discounted bundle that would include Disney Plus, uh, ESPN Plus, and Hulu uh, as one, oh. one package as well. So they, 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 they're coming to pretty much shut it down. Uh, Q-Storm, what's your thoughts on this? Man? Uh, it's To me, it's the rise of Cyberdyne or whatever, whatever that thing was in Terminator where it's just uh, they're taking Disney's taking control, man. This is the first step in taking over the planet, uh, and I can't blame them. But it is what it is. They it, it's their content. They can do whatever they want to do with it. I've never liked all these mergers and all that. But um, and I, I feel like I am getting uh, streamed out. What's the terminology for that? What's the term for that? Stream fatigue. <laughs> Stream fatigue. If that's it, that sounds right. I'm. It's what did you how it was six ninety nine a month. You said. Yeah. It's not a lot, but it's like nickel and dime. And left, I've got Hulu, Netflix, HBO, uh, CBS All Access, and I might be dumping that if Star Trek doesn't get any better. Um, You'll be dumping it. <laughs> I guess it depends on what what's going to be on the channel. You know, it depends. You know, I, I'm not. I'm good with a Loki TV show or any of these other TV shows that they're talking about. But if it's got like stuff that's like MCU quality. I might have to check it out. Like I, I'm thinking about getting DC because of what y'all keep saying about the Titans. Titans is good. <laughs> and there was something I saw. I don't want to get off track on it, but it was something I saw that they're going to be introducing next season of Titans. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, damn, I got to check that out. I think Bruce Wayne's character is going to be on there. Oh, that's what it was. The guy from Game of Thrones is going to be on there. That's what it was. Yeah. I just don't know where it's going to end. It's like we're going to be paying the same amount we were paying before we cut the cord. Probably. So. I think uh, a story came out that YouTube uh, TV just went up to 50 bucks a month. That's crazy. To me. $50 a month? Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. I mean, obviously, they you can watch regular TV on there. That's what you know, you're paying. It's essentially almost a cable replacement to, to some degree because you can get all the regular channels. But to me, that's just too much. I don't. Cause I don't watch that shit no way. What, you mean like network channels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. With live TV and 70 plus networks, local sports, and news. No oh. cable box required. Wait a minute. That actually does sound like something then. I was going to say, if you watch a lot of that type of TV, then yeah, I just, I don't. So it'd be too much. I wouldn't make no sense for me to pay something like that. And I used to have that service, but I turned it off just because I was like, I don't watch these programs. I'd rather just watch YouTube. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, B- big sexy. Any thoughts on the Disney deal? 
Well, first, you know, I saw the content that was being offered <clears throat> on this platform. I was thinking, yeah, they're going to want twenty dollars a month. Miss me with that. Then I saw six ninety nine. I'm like, really? Is that the entry point? Or no, it's six ninety nine. That will work. But there is also a downside, like you mentioned earlier. It's like Ant mentioned. Um, there's going to be a downside because this reminds me of when Marvel decided to break away from comic from Diamond Distribution and use Heroes World as their own exclusive distribution model in the early '90s. That means, or that meant, that Marvel you had to get Marvel from one source, DC from another source, Image and everybody else from another source, and that's what's happening here. Disney's saying, look, you can only get Disney here. That's it. And eventually, <clears throat> someone like an ABC, Fox, whatever, is going to say, you know what? You can't get us anywhere else but here. And eventually, things like Netflix and Amazon will be like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about us? And you're going to have all these format and distribution wars. People will, will be lost. There will be losses taken by a lot of these providers. And eventually, from the rubble, someone will, will put together another program saying, look, why don't we get them all together, split the pie, give them one distribution network. I mean, that's not going to happen anytime soon, but I see that happening down the line. Now, going back to Disney, if they are going to truly have you know, their entire or a large bulk of their catalog available, I'm with it. You know, because my beef with CBS All Access is you don't see anything. You don't get the catalog. You get new shows they're pushing and shows that didn't even air on their network. Like, why am I watching this? Whereas with Disney, if you can go back and watch old Lady and the Tramp, you know, 101 Dalmatians or whatever, that'll work. That'll work. Plus, if they integrate a lot of the Marvel animation with it, I'm in. But let's see. Yeah, they, they announced the Marvel What If animated series. Uh, the first episode is going to be if Peggy got the Super Saiyan. Peggy got the shield and <laughs> Steve Rogers gets like Iron Man armor. Wow. I don't like that one at all. I'll watch it. Though. I'm going to ball it. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the thing about this is uh, to me, what's so smart about it is because there's all these different factions that they got they done soaked up so if you're a marvel head you love the movies which most people do you're gonna be there because uh, that's where the movie's gonna be at it's gonna be original programming that made by the people who make the movies kevin feige is in charge of the tv series you're gonna be there to see it stars the people from the movies they got that audience you're a star wars head you're day one the mandalorian huh and you got another tv series coming with the dude from rogue one all in i mean you if they if any Star Wars here trying to tell you oh, I ain't gonna be watching the Mandalorian, they fake. They're gonna be on there six dollars. You'll be there. Uh, you got kids. Pixar. All of them. It's over. On GP, you buying that? I, I have a child. On GP, I'm getting it because <laughs> she live and die watching Toy Story and all these movies, all the little cartoon stuff, all the classics. Man, I'm I'm kind of mad because I just bought Pinocchio. <laughs> the digital version and I'm like they gonna have this bitch on there I could have just paid $6 <laughs> they knew they was gonna have it on there but I, I said alright y'all got me but all them classic movies oh yeah 
they got your kids. So they got your kids because the kid. Remember back in the day when you used to all them VHS tapes. Why well, my my daughter had box full, all them goddamn movies. Got to buy every VHS test that VHS that came out. Now it's all gonna be right there. Six dollars ninety nine cents a month. Man, please. So they really done. And then they got National Geographic. We haven't talked about. I guess they own National Geographic. So they got all that uh, programming wow. as well. Wow. Uh, they got it locked down, man. Like, so they got pretty much every. And then a lot of adults watch these animated classics and Pixar's as well. So they'll have that. They got it locked up, man. And it's all there. And if you can't afford six ninety nine, I mean, you, then the last thing you need to be trying to get is a streaming service. That, that's nothing like. Uh, they may force Netflix and them to might drop their price. I I don't know how they could, but it's gonna basically be big bank take little bank. Who gonna want to lose money year after year before they they flinch <laughs> and have you know what I mean? That's what it's gonna be, uh, and so it's gonna be very interesting to watch. Um, but yeah, they they got it on lock, man, and they got the the theme park, you know, experience the type. Yeah, good. So this is very very. Uh, cold move i want to see what happens uh but the other hand just to go back to netflix netflix is doing a damn thing too you know i just don't the only thing is uh disney is coming is offering you have that expectation of excellence when you see the marvel movies this expectation of excellence if you see star wars expectation of excellence you see pixar's expectations of excellence you know Apple has the same thing, but they're betting, banking on you just having an expectation of the Apple brand, that it's going to be something good. The only problem is they just don't have that content. They got to somehow exactly. get content over there to make you really, like, don't even question paying the money to sign up for it. They're just banking on, oh, we got 100 million people already subscribed to iTunes. Of course, certain percentage, percentage of them are just going to automatically sign up for this. That, to me, that's what they're banking on. They don't really got nothing else to show you right now. Uh, Netflix is, we're Netflix. Netflix and chill. It's a part of the lexicon. You know what to expect. They're just going to keep pushing that quality that they got, and, and you already are in love with them. I just think they're in a position where a lot of other brands before, they think they already sort of won or they're the big dog, but they could be uprooted at any time. And if it's, it's somebody who got bigger pockets or a bigger vision come around, and as we talked offline, they may not be the first, but they may come and perfect this situation <laughs> and you might get uprooted. You know, same way we, when MySpace was the shit, nobody was a Facebook nigga. <laughs> Where they at now, right? So there's a lot of things that can happen, but we'll see. It's very interesting. Um, let Quentin finish us out on that. No, well, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, $6.99 a month or $70 a year pretty much a no-brainer from a financial standpoint um and their content sounds like it's going to be well, shit it's going to be a no-brainer so i'm looking forward to it and uh, i'm going to sign up and from an investor's standpoint <clears throat> disney stock shot up 11 and a half percent yesterday Damn. that is the down. highest by four and a half yes and that is the highest surge in 10 years that says a lot that means there's a lot of public and investor sentiment behind this, and I'm looking forward to it. I can see good things happening. Sign me up. All right. 
we are going to transition a little bit here, but I wanted to play something. This is one of them clips of the week. When I when I finally do get my little soundboard thing here, this is gonna be one of them clips I have on standby for you niggas, cause y'all, this ain't a game out here. The struggle is real. Out here. Watch my live. I have top live in the country all the time. So you just like to see me act a fool, but you don't want to support me. Can you please get the fuck right now? And I mean that. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. I'm going to cut up tomorrow with y'all. That's right. But right now, this day, if you know you on my line right now, you ain't got my album. Can you please? It's Sunday. Don't lie to God and stay on here like you got it. It's Sunday, man. Don't lie. Because go and know if you ain't got it. That's right. So if you you listening to this podcast, you ain't got one of them goddamn T-shirts we've been selling, or you ain't on <laughs> Patreon, get the fuck off my pocket. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bootsy Badass. Boy, he had quite the week. Or uh, maybe that might have been last week, but he had a new album that came out. Uh, 300 copies sold on the first day. And then he went to jail the next day, but I, I, I know he was hot, as you can hear, because he does, he does, I, I don't watch him, but apparently he does IG live, and he probably has thousands of people watching him. And like he said, y'all like to act, watch me act the fool, but y'all don't want to go and buy my record. Now, I don't know if the record was any good or whatever, that, I don't listen to it, but it's a, it's an eye-opening uh, things sometimes when you do something and people just ain't feeling they don't like you for that thing they might like you for something else and I wouldn't be surprised in my opinion a lot of these rappers or singers or just entertainers from a traditional sense uh, probably get more pub off of being on live on YouTube or IG than it was that I would go buy your music and want to listen to you rap or whatever that's the model nowadays yes yeah, so I think maybe he needs to uh, monetize his IG or whatever, you know, thanks to that as opposed to that rapping thing. Because if you only sold three copies in the first week, partner, that ain't it. <laughs> like, then it's time to switch it up. If you got thousands of people on it, watching you talk online, but you only got 300 that's actually put money for rapping, it's time to monetize the, the online thing. Because, yeah, message it's crazy, man. I feel for the brother. But I don't know, man. It's, it is what it is. Any thoughts on the Bootsy situation? Anybody heard that? Heard about that? I, not until you just turned it on. <laughs> I, I heard about it and I laughed my ass off. <laughs> That's all I can do. Because I had no idea who this dude was. I just thought oh, it was funny as hell. Yeah, free Bootsy. I remember that movement was going while he was in jail. I know recently, you know, he was in No, no, that's not that Boozy. No, no, no. It's a different hmm? one. You think you probably think of a little Boozy. This is Boozy Badass. Oh, okay. Oh, well, so I have well, I, 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 yeah, I guess yeah, I don't get your have, boozies mixed up. Yeah, I, my bad. My bad play. That's the same thing. Like, God damn, he fell off that hard. I see uh I see him on Vlad I was talk, talking a little Gracie about MJ. I'm just saying. Yeah, so you got the last laugh, but uh, there you go, man. Uh, shout out to that brother. Um, also, uh, Nipsey Hussle, they had the uh, funeral service this week, send off. 
Uh, and let me say, man, the city. I'm you know I'm here in Seattle just watching bits and pieces on YouTube and stuff. But it looks like man, the city rolled the red carpet out for that brother, man. Yeah, they did. Uh, like none other. Uh, didn't they also change the name of that street? Is that correct? Well, the, the square. Square. Okay. Yeah. It, there's a that intersection. Yeah, there's a, a movement or one council member put forth um, some decree, whatever, to have it changed. Got it. Got it. And uh, a lot of people came out uh, in support uh, of him. Uh, now, uh, Aunt Pooh and Quentin, you guys live out there in that area. Uh, any observations or thoughts of this thing? I would say. I cannot recall in my lifetime ever seeing any outpouring of love <clears throat> in Lo- in Los Angeles from somebody from here, and I just was I was like, God damn, wow. Maybe that could have happened for Michael Jackson. Maybe it might happen for Snoop. I, I seriously doubt it because they probably have him rolling through Long Beach. Uh, Magic Johnson, Kobe, might might. But I've never seen anything like that before. I actually, there was the funeral, which, god damn, there was so much, so many powerful things being said. Uh, Louis Farrakhan shouting out Rolling 60s Crips. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Them niggas going to be on one for at least half a decade off of that alone. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, just the people following the funeral procession, coming out to try to get a picture, to touch the coffin. I just was like, God damn, you know, I'm like, this isn't MLK. This isn't Malcolm X. This isn't Obama. And I'm just seeing the community because they, they realized he was from there and he stayed there probably to his detriment. <laughs> well, I, I think no, probably, but definitely to his detriment. <laughs> And he put in the work to try to make that community better, and it was recognized. Didn't Obama was, write him a letter or, something, or write a letter? Yes, he did. He <laughs> there was a couple of things in here. I was just like, man, come on, you really said those things? Stop it, you know. But the fact that he took the time out to write that letter—that's just powerful. Like, damn, they—they they really, people really felt impacted by him and showed love and. I mean, I know there's been a couple of articles here and there and, you know, some within the LGBTQ community have stated it about, you know, the comment that he left on the Instagram post about uh, his homophobia. But for the most part, I cannot recall someone black, especially passing and most of the media coverage and social media and average public people speaking only have good things to say about him. That says a whole lot. Now you brought up something I had forgot about, but now I remember when this story came out. Uh, the so-called homophobic comments was it, it was like some thing online. It was black men that were wearing suits. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, a female friend of mine that I grew up with, her son was amongst them. It was at the event. I, I'm not sure what it was. It seemed like a rites of passage type. Um, tied to their end of their football season. They had this big ceremony type thing. And he took the picture because he was there. He was helping to present them. It's from the Crenshaw area. And he put it up on um, Instagram. And uh, hold on, let me find it because I don't want to uh, 
totally just called it. It was something uh, like it was good to see brothers in suits. Uh, something about the agenda. So I, I kind of remember they were trying to come at him about that. And I kind of was just like, huh, like we, we can't even put a suit on. Yeah, he said. Um, Ah, damn, where is it at? Demonstrations speak louder than conversation. They're going to feed us every image of our men and boys, but this one, which was the image of all the men and these boys in the suits. Just uh, no hyper-violent, no homosexual, no abandoners, just strong black men and young men. Respect to my big homie. Da -da -da. God is with us. And I kind of... I kind of understand what he was saying. He just should not have said that at all. What 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 was wrong with what he said? Well, the, the thing of it is, is I, I get what he's saying that they that I think he's speaking to. I think he's speaking to the media agenda of what type of image of black men they allow to be prominently featured. I get that, but labeling the homosexual. I think when you do have black men and black boys within our community who are homosexual, black, well, we talk about black men. I think that alienates them and at the same time make them think that, you know, me being who I am is not something that um, we should look, not, not something so much to look to, but we should be feel shame about within the black community. I can see how someone could take that. Hmm. I guess I guess I can see that. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, they, so I get it. The LGBTQ community, they're missing it at, and 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 I'm, I'm, I can say it's like, yeah, he said that. Unfortunately, he didn't get the opportunity to see how he was wrong with that, and do you know move forward to to be more inclusive. Um, but for the most part, people are really not publicly bashing this man or f trying to find dirt to sh shit on him and whatnot. All right. Uh, Quentin, anything? Well, kind of to uh, piggyback on what Anthony said, I can't recall in my 39 years of of, uh, of life in the city of L.A. that the city's pulled out the red carpet or the blue carpet for um, anyone like this. And especially somebody from South LA, South Central, what have you. And I'm glad that his gang ties were kind of brushed aside a bit and his philanthropy and his public service overshadowed that. Because the last thing I'd like to see or I want to see is a child thinking they have to go through that route to become successful. I'm just glad that they overshadowed that. And um, I just want to see what's going to happen next in the city because it's great to celebrate and it's great to show the man respect pick up the torch carry it move forward continue what he started that's what i want to see yeah, to, to your point oh, to your point quentin about that you know they're not really delving into his gang ties i think part of that is helped by the fact that his celebrity status as he became the star as we began to know the things that he was doing it has been it hasn't had any incidences of gang violence. It hasn't had any incidences of any crimes where he's connected. I mean, you look at Snoop Dogg, you know, he came out and then with two years later, he has a murder case. Mm -hmm. And you look at some of the other artists that have those gang ties. 
there you're, you're turning around there's a shooting there's a beef there's someone got jumped robbed right. things of that nature whereas Nipsey Hussle I've known about him since 2010 and apparently he got in the game the music game in 2008 I haven't heard the the, the game related um, incidences with him mm-hmm. but I do find it interesting that he was not buried in um, Eritrea I hope I pronounced that correctly but at the same time he was born and raised in L.A. I uh, just hmm. wondering, I don't know. Maybe they did a ceremony out there. What did you, what did you say? He wasn't... Where, where? Buried in Etraria. It's just above... You know, he's half... Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. How do we pronounce Eritrea. it? Eritrea. Eritrea. You yeah, said just he's uh, from there, or he's a... Nat- his father. From his there. father is. Yeah, his father. It's just above Ethiopia. And fun fact, uh, Tiffany Hadish... Haddish is also half Eritrea. Eritrea. Can I ask you a question? Why, why do you find it interesting? Is that something normal that they do in that culture where they go back to their home to be buried or something? Well, it's back to the motherland. It's back to Africa. Well, no, but most black people don't go back to Africa when they get. Um. He has a direct link to Africa. <laughs> I, I get that. So maybe it's something I don't know about. Is that something that is normally done? It's when, mostly done in Rastafarian. Cult, um, oh, okay. not culture they religion where they would say like obviously our Selassia is from Eritrea or Ethiopia around those areas in East Africa so it's like around apparently allegedly the origins of the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. is based around East Africa and Ethiopia and Eritrea so that's the purest land of the motherland where we go back to and we'd be buried okay yeah I never heard of any African I didn't know if that's what African people do or it's like are you go be buried back to that other place or something. Obviously, African-Americans don't do that. That's what I was asking. Uh, very, very interesting. I want to play this last little clip here. I didn't get to see the whole thing because I was at work, but I did see this part and I was like, damn, this girl's powerful to me. Let me play a little bit of this here. Let me see. Beyond this earth, and until we meet again, the marathon continues. I never really heard her speak too much before, but uh, Laura London. But when she did that part, I was like, man, let me get my shit together. <laughs> she just, it's something about her voice. It just turned into somebody else, like, ready to ride or something. God damn. So definitely shout out to Laura London. Uh, and also his brother was Black Sam. Yep. That's his name. Yeah, that dude yep. was, I, I love what he was talking about when they were working on the computers and stuff as kids. That was, that was the- really dope. When I when I was hearing all these stories, seeing all these videos, seeing him doing his dance moves, seeing him travel with his father to Eritrea, hearing the story about him building a computer in 1998 from spare parts, which okay, I don't know if you're, if, I don't know if you're listening, but I'm going to say this: if any of y'all motherfuckers talking about it, it's not impressive that he built a, a computer in 1998, nigga, please. It's 2019 with all the information at that. I can't do that shit. And I'm very smart. But back to my point, it's like seeing all that stuff. I just sat there thinking, how the fuck did this square ass nigga become a gang member and enroll in 60s? I I just I feel like this. I want to see the movie or the documentary because I I'm seeing that. Like, how did that cat get tied with them? Hmm, That's a good question. His brother was his brother in the gang and stuff too. 
I know absolutely next to nothing about him. All right, all right. Well, all right, yeah, rest in peace, Nipsey and his family, and shout out to his family and, and his kids specifically. I was that's always touches me, man. You're losing your dad, that's, especially in a public situation like that. Yeah, so, when Lauren London said that what hurts her is the fact that you know her two year old son will never remember how much his dad loved him. I was that crushed me. Yeah, I cried. Hopefully, he will. He, you know. The one cool thing is his dad is going to be immortalized, so I'll definitely see a lot of this when they get older. It'd be pretty interesting. All right. Uh, let's move on from a lot. Uh, we're going to get into some Prince talk here, but real quick, uh, going back to Netflix for a second, there is a new uh, TV series on Netflix called Black Summer. This is actually a zombie uh, apocalypse type tv show uh i had never heard of it i don't know if it just went live the other day or something but it was the only reason i knew about it because it flashed on the screen right when i opened netflix and i was like what is this and i you know how it kind of instantly starts playing a little trailer or whatever and i was like yo this look, looks crazy what, what the hell is going on and so i started watching this let me tell you man i like zombie type stuff but i'm tired of it I have zombie fatigue, particularly The Walking Dead. I can't watch that. I stopped watching that years ago. Trash to me. Uh, it's gotten better. I'm really? Say okay. That. Maybe. But uh, I'm going to say this, not having seen the more recent episodes of The Walking Dead, this show right here, this is one of the most intense uh, zombie TV shows I've ever seen. Uh, this is probably like would be like if the shit was real and the zombies aren't just like these motherfuckers is Carl Lewis bread coming for your ass and and it exists in a real world where again you know on the walking dead they have Nagin that man he cold blooded Nagin would get his ass whooped in this this month in this TV show (laughs) Nagin would be somebody's bitch Cause this is just regular people, and they this is a very dark situation. Cause people is, is wild out here, as we already know. And this is a I thought this was a movie. I had no idea it was a TV series. So it's actually eight episodes. Now here's the thing: I did some research on this, and apparently this is by the people who make the show Z Nation. I don't know if anyone has ever seen that. Oh hell! Sci-fi Channel. Or something. It's not more of a that's more of a comedy, isn't right? It? So I, that's why I only watched maybe half an episode of that. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Apparently, this is made by them, and that the original intent was it to be a spinoff prequel to that. But apparently, they said, "F that, we're just gonna do this as if it was real, and this is a way more darker, hardcore version of the zombie things." Uh, so I don't think it actually has anything to do with. Z Nation per se, only then it's made by the same people. But I binged watch three or four episodes last night. There's eight in total. I have to finish it today. Super intense, man. Big sexy. Did you watch you you watched some of this? I know you Yes, I did. What's yes, your thoughts I on it? And some people may say, Are you overhyping the mic? So I don't know. What, what did you think about what you saw so far? Again, I didn't know about it until you had mentioned something in the chat and I went and took a look. And, you know, 
full disclosure, when Michael Dean suggests something, you ought to take a look at it. Because he's the one who came up and turned me on to Survivors uh, and Train the Busan, or Busan, just as a couple of examples. Now, referencing Train the Busan, <clears throat> the zombies in this show, again, they ain't having it. If you're expecting to see Night of the Living Dead and, you know, all these slow motion, uh-uh. Uh and the thing is also, when a person dies in this universe, they turn immediately mm. to a zombie. Not like an hour, not like, you know, a day, immediately. And they are on you. And the thing that sets these zombies apart is they have this rabid nature to them. They are coming. They are not stopping. They laugh at bullets for the most part. They're not stopping. And but, if they get a whiff of you, they're coming to get you. Isn't that kind of, you sound like you're describing um, the Borg. World War Z, that movie. Never saw it. Uh, they movie. just don't have the superpowers that them movie was leaping and all that. But in, but, in uh, terms uh, of uh, savageness uh, of it, yeah. I mean, listen, I I think I said on this show or something. No, maybe it was Afro Nerd. I said, to me, after seeing Train to Busan, I'm surprised that I am still watching Walking Dead. Because to me, that's the benchmark right there. I've been playing this in the background. I, I'm not going to spoil it. I've, I've gotten maybe 10 minutes into it. And I have to admit, it looks like the same tropes. It looks like Fear the Walking Dead, where you know, <laughs> where we, we'll start off the, the apocalypse. But I'm hooked. <laughs> um, I just hope it gets a little bit more unique. But I got to be honest well, with you. I got to be honest with you. Again, Train to Busan is the shit. It's probably my favorite horror film of all time now. But it does make more sense that the zombies would be slow because they're dead. And so that indicates to me that these aren't really zombies. They're just kind of like people who are infected no. with something. I don't know. No. I'm, I'm still watching. No. But. These are, and I, I mean, they're zombies. These are people who have died and have turned. That's you know, clearly zombie. it's something airborne, but they've turned. And they're coming for you now. Again, using Train and Busan as the benchmark, this is a lot closer to that than anything Walking Dead did. And I used to love Walking Dead when it first came out, but I haven't seen it in years either. I don't read the book anymore. It's just, it's moving, that action is moving too slow. This it's super fast pace. They, <laughs> they come out the ground running, you know, and there's some things that are happening that are going to come up that I'm not going to spoil for you guys, but. Ooh. And the people in the story, uh, <clears throat> I, I actually was, I'm not going to say I was scared, but I was so like, <sighs> it's kind of tense when I'm watching it because it's just like, God damn, like, what, what do you, I don't want to say they're stupid, but it's just, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> so it's just like, everything is just happening super fast. And this thing does the, t tells a story where they'll introduce you to somebody, they'll come across another person. And then it kind of tell that person's story, how, how they got up to that person, which I actually like in this context, the way they do it. And they show all these different people. And there's kind of a couple different groups you kind of get with. Now, keep in mind, I've only seen like the first four episodes. But this is a world where it, it ain't nothing pretty. You know, if you got a car, you a target. <laughs> if you female, you're going to be a target. If you know, it's, it's some wild stuff in here, man. Um, don't turn your back on yeah. anyone. Yeah. 
I well, I got a question. I, I don't. I, this is not a spoiler, because like I said, I'm only ten minutes in, but I'm at the part where uh, I guess the girl's name was Rose. Mm-hmm. She's been separated by her from her parents because her dad has a an injury. Now, knowing the zombie genre, as I know, I'm assuming he's got a bite or something like that. Somebody bit him, and he hasn't turned yet. But you're saying that they turn instantly when, when they, they die. When they die. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they turn, they get that speed on them. You but that's be, nothing new. That happened in, that happened in um, just 28 days later. Right. I wouldn't say the there's anything new about it. I'm just saying that no. it's done very well. Like, this is, they're not slow. You know? If you know, you know I, I don't want to say it because I don't want to give anything away, but you got to be in shape to be surviving <laughs> in this world. Yeah, I don't know what I would do in this situation because it's just like, it, it's hell for a family. Oh, yeah. And that's when you, when you as you've seen already, cute it I, I can't imagine if you had kids and stuff because it's in the you can't you hey go your own way keep up because <laughs> they on they, they on that and then of course you know there's the military and all these other people out there uh yeah it's a wild show man definitely a wild you know show. you know the the old line of saying if you're in the jungle with like a bunch of people i don't gotta be faster than the lion i just gotta be faster than you hilarious that's what comes into play here <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, the scene where the, uh, first of all, I didn't like when the soldier said, you know, do you have any weapons? You, no weapons allowed. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, you got, they would have got you the fuck Oh, they would have got you quick, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it reminded me, and, and, you know, I know what Big Sexy going to say, I don't care. But it reminded me of uh, the whole thing going down at the wall where they're separating people. When that girl got put in the truck and the parents were left behind, that's, I'm like, okay, is this some political stuff we're talking about here? Okay. Interesting. As usual, he's talking through your hat because you don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's two different things, man. Two different things. What, what do you mean? This is life and death, man. This is something this, no one... Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is something no one saw coming. I and these people that. are everywhere. Everywhere. That's... Right. That's like saying you can't find any political uh, simile in the Scarlet Letter. Or you can't find any anything political or something that speaks to uh, the greatest society and a number of things that are subtext. Yeah, but sometimes you might be reaching, too. Yeah, sometimes you might be, but I don't, I don't see how I am. <laughs> I kind of Well, do. after 10 minutes, yeah, okay, man. No, okay. I'm not saying that that's the whole theme of the show. I'm just saying it's one thing. Just like, um, what was that? Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That whole movie was about the McCarthy hearings. Cue. You're 10 minutes into the show, right? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Give it time. Just there give it go. time. There you go. That's all. Okay. You know, <laughs> slip out of them depends. Give it some time, man. I'm sorry. Wow. What, what did he say? <laughs> slip, about out your, slip out of your depends, man. Give it some time. Uh, slip out of my depends. You never should have said that, Q. <laughs> good one. That was so, that was a good burn. Okay. <laughs> You brought it up. All right, but but definitely check out Black Summer. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the rest today. That I think it's good. And actually, matter of fact, um, also there's gonna be another uh, black horror movie that's gonna debut tomorrow Sunday on Netflix. I think it's called Thriller. It's yeah. by uh, Blumhouse. Uh, it's supposed yes. to take place in Compton, right? From what I heard, 
uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see what's up with that. I'm gonna give it a you, shot. You, you need to call it. How do you say it? the juicy got you crazy? That's what happened, old boy. What, what are you talking about? Isn't that your phrase? Juicy got you crazy, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's what happened, to old boy. Who's old she boy? Put, in the, the the trailer, oh, she, uh, she okay. flirted with him, and he he was he went all like a simp and got and all that you saw what happened. Mm. Okay, okay. Check it out. Check it out. But that man didn't have to do granny like that in that first episode. Are you talking about Black Summer? Yeah, he's a psych. I mean, he's a man. He's why did they? No. Why the thing is? Why was she there? Like who let? See, that's a th- that's a cold thing. Their her family was like, hey. We're not spoiling, right? You, you ain't running, so you. <laughs> <laughs> we up out of here. <laughs> Which is fucked up, but it's a fucked up world. <laughs> Listen, there's a part. This is not really a spoiler. I just this to me where the, the I know the show is crazy. There's a part in the show where they're in a car, and there's these people like, "Let us in, let us in," and they're like, "No, we can't." You know, we're being chased. We're being chased too. Let us in. Let us in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly where he's going. <laughs> we're being chased too. Yeah, and it's like, no, we can't let you in this vehicle. And the lady's like, "I'll suck your dick." Yes, she did. And he's like, he's like, nope. And they drive off. Now, there. Soon after this scene, there's two other women that are in that van with this man who was just offered the fellatio. I picked up on this. They kind of look at each other. And to me, they looked at each other like, we in some shit. This is a whole different world. The, the, the game has changed. Because, yeah, he said no, but the subtext was, this ain't nothing nice going on out here. Everything goes. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, this is, a, this is down dirty. Like, this is probably how people would be on some dumb shit. Because there's even, like, just kind of even before you get to that point, I'm not going to rape you. Uh, I'm one of the good guys. And I was like, you can't trust nobody. You don't know. And you'll see as you get. Oh, I'm a Christian. You yeah, can trust man. me. Yeah, okay. And I was like, that's why I was looking. I was watching. I was like, lady, don't Are you do stupid? it. <laughs> and I was kind of screaming. I was like, ah, oh, I already. But, you know, people don't know, man. So, But it's a good show. I was, to me, I'm, it's shocking that it's good because I don't expect these things to be about anything. And I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. I hope they continue this. Like, do a season two. Um, so anyway. It's only eight episodes? Yeah. 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 So hopefully it... Well, uh, who's gotten to the eighth episode? Has anyone? I have. I have. I have. Well, does it sound like it's wrapped up? Or don't say anything. Don't spoil anything. But does it look like it could go into another season? Oh, they've they've there's articles about season two. So I don't think they wrapped yeah, up. Season two is going to happen. Yeah. But see, that's the problem. I mean, just like with Walking Dead, even though I would say... I can understand anybody saying they have Walking Dead fatigue, but if it's going to go on and on, I mean, eventually the same thing's going to happen with that. Maybe just do two seasons and call it quits. Well, you know, maybe, and again, I don't know, but maybe after season two or whatever they decide to wrap it up, maybe they have a resolution storyline ready. That's the problem with Walking Dead. We don't, we're 10 years in. We don't know how this thing started. There's no hint of resolution. It's always the same area over there in you know the Atlanta, Virginia area. It's like, come on, man. You mean it's Gilligan's Island, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, Kirkman is, hasn't Kirkman always said that it's the point is not about how it started. It's just what you do in the moment in, or something along those lines. It's never. The funny been thing about- is, The Walking Dead was only scheduled to be a single season, but because it got so much hype, 
they renewed it for multiple seasons, and never here we are that. today. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it to me, it's the, the the same problem with the TV show is what I had with the book. Like, after a certain point, it's just what else can you do? It, it exactly. starts to become the same, same thing over and over. I, I don't need to know how it started, but if you're going to keep the story going, then you got to introduce something or uh, if it's just another bad people, it, it just gets played out. To me, the book is played out. I love the book, but I can't read it anymore. I'll tell you, I, I will tell you this. I, I am surprised that, and I can only say that it's because it's gotten, it's still got some creative juices in it that I don't miss Rick or Carl at all. Yeah, I haven't even seen any of that stuff yet. <clears throat> Michonne has kind of taken over the Rick spot. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, Carol has, uh, she adopted some kid who lost his parents, I think. And he's kind of taken over the Carl role. Okay. But uh, I haven't missed those two at all. So, I, you know, I, I'd say it's, this season in particular, they, they're doing the Whisperer storyline. If if any of you are know that storyline from the book, Mm-mm. yeah. So they're pretty much caught up to the book almost. Oh, they're probably because I started reading the book about two years ago as well. So they're probably past the book at this point. And again, nothing is happening. Well, that's where I think you're wrong. They're doing the Whisperers, so that they have introduced this new character. Yeah, I'm cool, but I mean, it's probably good, but. Every season is a new big bad, right? Like, no, well, not really. I mean, the one thing I could say is a problem is that they they draw storylines out too long, like the the Negan War. Okay, I think that lasted damn near three seasons, two, at and least then, two seasons. And then who was before Negan? I forget his name. Governor. Uh, the governor. 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 There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like every season there's just a new big bad guy that you got a a new final boss to fight. Yeah, kind of got a point. But all right, uh, all right. So, anyway, check that show out for sure. Uh, let's switch some gears here, and people may have to bounce as well. Wanted to talk a little bit about the upcoming celebration uh, in Paisley Park in Minnesota, Minneapolis. That's coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, this will be the first time I believe. Well, I believe I know it's the first time uh, meeting Chloe. Face to face, Chloe, sir, your first time coming to uh, to the states, right, America? Yes, that's right. Are you excited? Um, hmm, I'm scared Uh-oh. more than anything. <laughs> Why are you scared? Well, there's a couple of things. Um, it's the first time I'm traveling away from home without mum. Normally, whenever I'm on the plane, I'm with my family, okay. so I'm going by myself. I'm going to a country I've always wanted to go from when I was like a kid. I'm like, yeah, America's the best. I want to go. And I'm like, crap, I'm actually going. But I'm like, why am I going to this? Why does it have to be this? But, you know. You say like it's uh, a bad like, thing. I'm like, damn. The wow. reason why I say it's a, it sounds like a bad thing is because it's been three years since Prince has passed. Mm. And I've put in a lot of grief to the side. And what I'm worried about is visiting Paisley Park will trigger that three years worth of grief being buried will uh. come out to the surface again and that's going to kill me I would say be prepared because it probably will <clears throat> I know <laughs> that's why I'm scared <laughs> yeah yeah I said when I went there and he wasn't dead I was like on some bitch shit <laughs> like god damn I'm in the building but uh yeah. okay yeah, okay now um 
so yeah, celebration is coming up, and there's a lot of events, other events outside of the official uh, celebration event. There, uh, concerts, parties, all sort of meet things. Meet and greets. Is there anything particular that you plan on going to? There's almost too many to just, name. Um. Well, um, to be honest with you, I still haven't figured out what exactly what events I would like to go to. But for certain, I definitely would like to visit some of the tours around the city, like visiting, you know, Andre Simone's house, the Purple Rain house, mm-hmm. First Avenue, mm-hmm. you know, the lake that's not Manitoka and jump in the lake, you know, to purify myself, quote unquote. Uh, okay, <laughs> That's not going to happen. I know. Like, just to be there will be good enough for me. Just, I don't know. I don't have any interest in anything because I do a lot of that in London anyways. Mm. It's just like, just to be in the city is good enough for me to breathe the same air well, well, let me take that back. <laughs> Just to be in the city is good enough for me. Um, I know that MPG might be doing a meet, well, not might be, is doing a meet and greet on the 24th, which is the Wednesday for like $100, which is like, yeah, but I'm thinking, why am I paying $100 to meet and greet just to meet and greet? You know, there's no performance or nothing. It's at the same hotel where Prince's friend is staying at as well. I'm like, who's paying 100 dollars to meet and greet when i met you guys for free two years ago with andre simone in london on top of that they're performing in paisley anyways i'm thinking mm, i noticed that celebration has turned into a cash cow a lot for these associated acts and i'm like please don't milk it but just be sincere on what you're doing because people ain't got no 100 pound meet and greet money you know what i mean it's right after easter you know you have to be more considerate but um i know um, some of my friends who are tra- flying in might be going to that. Um, there's, there's loads of parties going on, but on Facebook recently, I noticed a lot of parties this week have been deleted. So I don't know mm. what's going on, maybe due to ticket sales. Um, I know there's something going on at Bunkers because I'm quite confused with Eric Rogers' perform, um, not performance, his party, and the the kids, the academy. I don't know if there, uh, and yeah, there's so many events going on. I can't keep up. Well, so, yeah. let, let me so, shout out Eric Rogers. Eric Rogers uh, of the Paisley Five and Dime. Uh, they definitely mm-hmm. going to have their party at Gluck's. Uh I want to say that is the Wednesday before the celebration. And I'm definitely going to go to that. I went to that last year. It was a blast. Uh, they do it very well there. It's a lot of people there. It was really cool atmosphere. Uh, it was just good times. But so definitely I want to shout those guys out. So I'm definitely going to go with that. Also, the uh, Perkins uh, Prince 365. I don't have this in front of me, so I'm going to be butchering some of these <laughs> names. I'm sorry. But uh, the late night pancakes thing at Perkins, definitely going to go to that. I know it's already sold out, but uh, went to that last year. Just fun. Uh, just great people. Uh, I think they go all night. So they, they, I think that place is open 24 hours. So they're there till the last person. Only on weekends. Say it again. They're, tw- they're 24 hours only on weekends. Oh, only on the weekends. Well, I know they mm-hmm. do it super late. They must probably buy the place out. But uh, shout out to Rodney uh, Fitzgerald. Uh, definitely going to be there. And a matter of fact, we will probably be in the house there actually uh, recording uh, podcasts. Uh, we've been talking about that. So we're going to do that. Uh, and just set up one of the tables or something. But if you are going to be there, you already know you're gonna you're gonna see us. But that's always fun. Um, and I think they have another another night. They're doing another thing as well. Um, 
but they always have it's always good people uh, a lot of people you see on facebook uh in there and just fun fun, fun stuff man um i want to check out that mpg show because i've never really seen them you know by themselves before i think that'd be kind of cool to see um God, there's just so much stuff going on. It's almost overwhelming. Uh, what, what to get into? I haven't seen anything for First Avenue. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there either. I know last year they had Are they a still open? dance party. Oh, yeah, well, it's definitely open. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they might be doing tours then instead if they're not doing parties. Yeah, I think they definitely are doing tours. Uh, that'd be something mm. you want to sign up for early. Oh, it's too late now. Probably sold out. Might not be, might not be, but I would, I would definitely look into that. Um, okay. I know even uh, Chaz is doing some, some things going on as well. Uh, they're doing some sort of event or something. Uh, of course, shout out to Prince's friend. He's doing a meet and greet party at the Moxie. I want to say that it's Saturday night, I believe. Yeah, the same time as M- MPG and some other events going on. It's yeah. kind of like a double-edged sword at the moment with the Saturday night. Yep, and then there's uh shout out to uh, Pierre and alumni. I know they're doing something that earlier that evening as well with Jerome and Ingrid Chavez is performing. I'm gonna have to unfortunately miss it, but uh, definitely uh, it's free, so that that's kind of oh, cool. See, I love a good free party. Yeah, yeah. Who know? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it it, it works for people that are on track too, which I believe you're on track too. So it's timed. Oh, thank you. Cool, love a business. Time, Appreciate time. it. Oh, my bad. I'm trying to be covert with this, man. I'm trying to be a ninja in the dust. Please stop it. <laughs> you going to be a nigga in the dust, but no, let me stop. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, yeah, but it works out for people. So I'm, I'm, on tra- I'm on track once, so I'll miss that, but I'll be there in spirit. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. Of course, Prince on the big screen is Friday. So everybody's going to check that out. Uh, so that should be pretty interesting. They're going to have a uh, some type of dance party after that for the VIP people. Uh, so check that what? out. What? Sorry? Say that again? There's a VIP party and there's a dance, there's a dance party for the screen, print in the big screen. So after that concert, they're doing a party after it for the VIP celebration. So party. people who were on celebration track VIP has an extra. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's nice okay can i ask a question because i'm quite confused because um you guys went you went to prince in the big screen last year right mm-hmm. and um i know that track one and track two tickets are different times very like one for half the day and another another half of the day i know that we finished early on the friday or wait how long huh? Yeah, it finished quite early on the Friday so people can just get ready for Prince the Big Screen even though it's like 8 p.m. in the afternoon or evening, sorry. Um, how does that work for track one? Yeah, so I know they, you guys are in Paisley um, from like 2 or after 2 or so 3 o'clock. Yeah, no, so they have it so that all tracks would be over before that concert starts. So, for okay. instance, Friday track one is 3 p.m. to 5.40 p.m. Okay. Um, so yeah, everybody, whatever track you are on, is going to be at that. You know. Okay. That, that, and how do they do the seating allocations? Uh, it's general seating. So are you talking about for the concert or for the celebration? For the concert. For the concert, they give you a ticket, so you'll have a mm-hmm. ticket that has an assigned seat. 
Um, oh, they, so even yeah. though you're like, so the, that means that you won't be seated with your friends then or anyone you know. All right. Unless probably your tickets were bought together. But now this is what they did last time because it was in an arena. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how it works here at the Armory, which is not as big as that giant arena. So I'm not sure how they do ticket things. I know that there's a section for celebration people. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then they'll even break that down and say, oh, if you're a VIP, you get to sit a little closer. Um, I don't know if they're doing this time where they have assigned seating, but we'll f- you'll find out when you pick up your packet and there'll be a ticket in there. So. Okay. And that's another question I want to follow by because this is a good this is good information for people who are listening who are going to celebration for the first time as well because I'm a newbie. When it comes to picking up your pass for celebration at the um they had listed on the website three different hotels. How do you know which hotel you're going to to pick up your pass and if they have it there? So there's actually one hotel that you go to pick up your pass at actually. I believe that okay. is it's the one in Bloomington. I don't want to put out misinformation, but it's the Hilton, I think, or whatever the one they, they tell you. But then, no, there's only one hotel where you actually pick up your packet, and it's the same hotel. They'll have a little makeshift store there where they're going to sell merch and stuff. Um, so, like, last time we went there, like, I just flew into town, went straight to that hotel, uh, to pick up, you know, give them your name and stuff, and then they give you your packet and everything. And it's just, it's right in the lobby of the hotel. And okay. it, that was almost like a meet and greet unto itself because everybody is there. And, oh, hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. So I was there for quite a while oh, uh, before I left. That's where I met uh, Kanisa and, and, and Stephanie. They were already already there. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, everyone will be there. And a, a lot of people are staying at that hotel, too. Yeah, so I know some of my friends are staying there, okay. too. But, yeah, so it's just one place for the pickup. They have multiple hotels that have uh, deals with, you know, Paisley Park where they get discounted rates or where the shuttles are, pick, you know, taking people to the Paisley Park and that, that type of thing. Okay. But, yeah. Cool. Um but yeah, I, I'm just looking forward to it to just, I just really just want to go and sit back inside Paisley Park and just watch the panels <laughs> in the concerts and stuff and just kind of soak it all up, up again. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do different than last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there was some room for improvement and I hopefully I want to see if they implemented some of those things, particularly with the tours and the What was wrong with the tours? Uh, I won't say it was wrong, but I just felt like um, because the people that come to Celebration, in my opinion, I would call them hardcore fans. Yeah. uh, And you spend them a lot of money. So to me, the tours and things should be not just the same sort of tour you would give people who just happen to go to Paisley Park for a tour just Mm -hmm. to learn something about Prince. It should be like a really in-depth, you know, understand your audience because there was a lot of people on the tour that I was on used a lot but some pushback to the tour guy <laughs> it was like uh, oh they were clapping back that happened to me you, in london at you, the o2 yeah you know it's kind of like uh excuse me what, are you sure that was true or well yeah james brown came in here and, and oops and did some tracks with prince and huh <laughs> when, when was that <laughs> what we have what we have uh That's embarrassing. and they were asking for, basically for receipts and of course the young you know, can't really fault the young man he did. They're they reading off a script, though. That's the unfortunate thing. Exactly. So I was like, let, man, let that dude breathe. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but you have to understand, these people paying 
500 to $1,000. They hardcore. They, we here. So you got to have, you know, got to know what you're talking about. We can't be doing a tour. You got to be doing a tour. Like, Do they have any programs? Like books? Um, not books. Programs. So you know what programs are, right? Well, see, when I think of programs, like you go there as a program and it's a printed out exclusive magazine or something that kind of outlines yes yeah that, it's outlines the event like the, the program menu for each day you know certain things about people who they, are going to be speaking the performances yeah, yeah, yeah. they give you something in the packet it was maybe like a paper or something like that you know just a paper i, I can't remember it was i don't i said i, didn't keep, dollars for a I paper. didn't keep one so it couldn't have been no super you didn't thing. keep one Nah, i ain't that type of, but that again it was probably just a <laughs> It was just a, like a card or something that outlined, here's what that person's speaking at this time. So you do know what's going on, but was it some elaborate, you know, printed on gold? Yeah, no, no. Oh, crap. Okay. My other question is this. Paper <clears throat> panties. This is actually, I'm asking because I'm a first time visitor and I know many first time visitors time might be listening race. to this. Um, what's the food like? And can you bring packed lunch if you don't want none of their food? Uh man, so the food, I don't think, well, I'm not going to say you can't bring food. I don't think there was anybody as ghetto as that that had brought some food. No, <laughs> what do you mean ghetto? It's nothing ghetto. It's where I got dietary needs, you know? I'm not going to bring meat up in there. I'm just going to be like a pack of Skittles, you know, some Cheetos, because that's an American go. thing to do. You know, I'm just, you know, water, some Kool-Aid over here, you know, See, something. that's why they're not going to have celebration again. They don't want us to Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid. You know, the grape flavor. Because it's wow, purple, you know, you got to fit in. Stop it. Stop Kool-Aid. What? Kool-Aid. What now, Quentin? You're always coming from my accent. What now? No, nothing. Just Kool-Aid at uh, Paisley Park. That's all. Just... <laughs> yeah, you think first they have no Kool-Aid in there? You stay there. Wow. Well, it, Probably had some Kool-Aid. To answer your question, they have, uh, they have they've had pretty decent food. You know, for me... I would consider it more of the healthy variety type of food because that's what Prince was into. So I don't mm-hmm. think there was like any meat or anything like that's that. Good. They had salads, I want to say, pizza. You know, pizza? That's that um, well, healthy? Cheese and bread. I think you know, that's, like flatbread. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, if, if I was in charge. listeners coming for you now. If I was in charge bread of the cheese. food, it would have been totally different. But I respected, that's, you know, the Season vibe that he was on. Nice. So for me, the food was I. It was just something for me to nibble on for a little bit till I left. <laughs> so that's my opinion. For some people, they might even like, yeah, this is, I love this type of stuff. And that's cool. You know, mm. it's Prince food. That's how I put it. Okay, mm. sweet. Because um, the only thing I'm worried about, it was like, a, it was like an extra hundred pounds. I mean, an extra hundred pounds, you know, extra hundred dollars for the food oh, right, right. token to be added onto your um, celebration ticket. And I was like, yeah, I didn't do that. Really? I didn't do that. You didn't do it. So how do you get a food? Well, you can just pay for food. They have a. Oh, you can just pay for it. Yeah, just you like, just oh, go okay. in there and buy what you card? want. Is it cash or card? Probably both, but I would definitely bring a card with you. But yeah, I'm sure they done. yeah they took whatever. You know, I just just got my water, a little slice, and I was straight. I wasn't trying to really eat a lot up in there anyway. You can't really because it's um a whole day. You don't want to miss anything if you walk out. Well, no, you have you have allotted food time, uh, mm-hmm. but it's cool. I mean, it's just really just to sit back and chop it up with everybody in there. You know, it's an opportunity to walk around and holler at people and you know break bread. So it was, it was cool. You know, it's cool. Okay. You'll be so right, excited then. that you're in there. The last thing you're gonna be thinking about 
Uh, I know, I know that much. It's just like I'm more excited about the food in America flying out there for the first time because I've always heard it's so good. So I'm like, there's me going to the gym knowing damn well I'm going to be like a stone heavier when I come back home. But it's just for me, Paisley Park, um, I don't even know just being in that building is going to be a lot of closure. But for me, I have to recognize that this is where many people's dreams and their like everything had ended. Because it was in that exact spot is where his life had ended. And so it's like a full circle because many of us wanted to go forever. And I've always dreamed. Like I treat uh, The way how I see Paisley Park is how kids see Disneyland. Um, mm. That's what I've been explaining to a lot of my friends recently. And even with Kenise and the girls in the group chat that we have for what we call the pilgrimage, pilgrimage 2019. And even my friends down in London who are Prince fans, like this is, this is special, but it's also... It's a lot more. Uh, to me, I, I'm, I'm taking it personally in another way because of my connection with Prince. But it's just like finally again a chance to say hello and goodbye at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I think you you, you will enjoy the experience. I, you know, again, this is nothing like walking in the that that door the first time, walking in that building. You know, it's nothing like just driving down that street and you see it in reality. You just be like, damn. It's real. That's Paisley Park right there. And then you pull in that parking well, lot. Yeah. You're just like, okay, this is this is heavy. And like I said, when you first walk in there, you'll be like, whoa. Because you've seen pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'll obviously they have certain some of his stuff just around and just be like, wow. You know, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Don't even get me started. I can't even imagine. I just, uh, yeah, I'm going to be a hot mess when you see me in Paisley afterwards. I'm going to be crying, all my makeup's running down my face. I'm going to be a hot mess. Just giving you a disclaimer. So if anyone who's listening who wants to see me, come see me outside before. And then afterwards, <laughs> I'm going to be an emotional wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, but the thing is, I probably won't see you out there because we'll be on different times. And they'll want to get oh, us out of there before you guys come and vice versa because there'll be so many people. But that's, Oh, that's annoying. I see you out on because I kind of planned my days. I've planned outfits for each day, and every day is yeah. a color. But it's like my tribute to him. It's like because everyone goes for purple, but there were so many other colors that you know, mm-hmm. you know, go for the rainbow children spectrum. I don't know. I'm still. I'm like, and I'm you know, it's a long story. I'll do a video on it and I'll put it online, and everyone could go from there and look at it. But I'll explain from there. But I don't have. This is not my platform for that. Are <laughs> you good? If you want to go ahead, do your thing. Mm-mm. No, okay. I'll do I'll do my thing on YouTube, man. I'll do that. I'll go back to that. I'm returning to YouTube just for celebration. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so definitely looking forward to going out there. Um, and like I said, man, just there's so much love in the air. The whole city, they show a lot of respect to Prince fans and stuff. So it's just cool. Anywhere you go, it's just like you feel like, yeah, I'm kind of I'm away from home, but it feels like home. It's good, you know. Everybody's nice. Uh, and just people out there in general are nice anyway, but it's always good just being out there, um, like I said. So, all right. Oh, and also the other thing I wanted to kind of bring up, and I saw this on Facebook. I'm just curious what you guys think about this. Some people, I'm uh, not say some people, I saw one person, I'm not going to name them, but they was kind of like asking a question, or they was like, I'm kind of in my feelings about Prince not getting, you know, the send off like Nipsey Hussle did. Ooh. And, you know, 
the thing I the only thing I can say about it is well I think on one hand it's probably that's what I don't think Prince wouldn't have would have wanted that. Um why would you say that? Because he's always seemed like a very private guy. Um he didn't make a big spectacle of his personal life per se as opposed to mm-hmm. his music. He wanted to be about his music. And I don't know if and just listening, you know, to who he was as a person at that time presenting himself in a way that some might think of of as you know having a whole bunch of praise for this person or some sort of almost dented i don't know if i'm saying the word right y'all y'all will clown me identities type of uh presence or like praising him too much i don't think he was really into that type of stuff he didn't want to see himself positioned like that i wouldn't think so personally i wouldn't think that would be his wishes to but i can understand why us as fans would love to be able to show our love and respect for him in a big way like that like if the city just rolled out the purple carpet right and you know the procession went to paisley park and the, the north side and you know they changed the name of the street to da, da, da. i mean mm-hmm. i could definitely see that as well but i would wonder I, I would almost think he would probably not want something like that but that's just my opinion but what do you think well, we've seen some examples of that being consistently been happening throughout the three years since he's died. We had a couple of days where it was Prince Day on the 7th of June. Mm-hmm. We had Paisley Park Day when it opened as a museum back in October. Even October 2016 when he had that concert, um, that was something similar to a celebration, similar to how they've done Nipsey, how they've done Aretha, how they've done James Brown, how they've done Michael. You know, there are so many, uh, even how they done Nelson Mandela and and even Bob Marley to go back that far. Um, I would say that Prince is celebrated through Paisley Park. Paisley Park is his physical legacy where we can actually go there. Um, the city itself, even compared to what happened last year, forget Justin Timberlake, but last year at the Super Bowl, the city showed out how they show respect to Prince. For example, recently down to the Timberwolves, how they had this whole day where they're releasing three seven-inch finals. They got their full uniform dedicated to Prince. In fact, they even made a song, Purple and Gold, dedicated to the team Vikings. You know, they even showed their respects to him. There's not one time when you, you can't Prince wrote this, mention no. Prince. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did for, yeah. Um, even the fact that when you mention Minneapolis, you cannot stop thinking about Prince. Somehow there's a connection between the two. Like how people mention Indiana Gary, you know it's Michael's town. It's hometown for him. You know what I mean? So I understood that where that person's coming from because how they did his own personal funeral on the 23rd of April 2016 on that Saturday, how they just did that small crematorium and they just did it just like that. was like a, It was a burn because we didn't – it was such a shock how he died and how quickly – they bear, well, they didn't bury him, but they cremated him. It was like, what? We, we didn't get a chance to say goodbye. That, that's not what we're going to do. He deserves so much more. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's why I understand where that person is coming from, making that statement. Like, how come Prince didn't get the Nisby Hospital treatment? Because Prince deserves something similar to what Nisby Hospital had, or even greater. Because Prince has given so much of his life to us, to the world that he lived around. And so I understood. I understand where that person... I'm not going to start preaching because I start... I'm, I'm not going to stop, but you guys understand where I'm coming from, right? No, I, 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 get, I get the sentiment of that person, but go ahead, uh, Ampu, I think you're jumping. 
No, I was just saying, I, I feel like the family knew best what his wishes were, and you saw that they did this quick funeral. I just believe the way that they ran Paisley Park, the way that they created this celebration, I feel like it probably wasn't their decision to, to have done the funeral the way they did. I think it was in keeping with how he wanted to be, um, uh, how he wanted things to go post-death. And I have a question. Um, was Prince still practicing the JW Jehovah's Witness faith at his passing? That I don't know a definite no. answer to that. Okay. But I was I know from Go ahead, go ahead. Well, from my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, the um the Jehovah's Witness faith when it comes to funerals and, you know, celebrations like that, it's quick and to the point. If if I'm correct. When you say I, quick and to the point, you mean as far as burying him or how they do their memorial? Memorials. Okay. I think do you want to see quick memorials? Over. I don't know. I think so. There's like an hour, just like normal. I think people but, are. Well, I guess the question would they be now. public, though, is a private thing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, I sir. think people are forgetting that. And again, let me be real clear on this. I am not downplaying anybody's feelings or how how Nipsey or anyone was given a send-off because it all comes from the same place. But the person who said that thing that Prince, you know, should have gotten the same thing, I think what Prince got from the society at large was, to me, just a lot larger. You know, mm-hmm. I look up on the news... I see the Eiffel Tower lit up in purple. You know, you see mm-hmm. the White House. These, the White House. You see all these, you know, landmark places lit up like that. Then you see the in, enormous array of musicians paying tribute in their set. I mean, not just one type. It was all kinds of people. People you think that guy knew Prince? Oh shit! Okay. You know, and that outpouring of love just sent chills down my spine. So I don't know if the person who wrote that piece was aware of that or or caught wind of that, but a lot of those performances are still on YouTube and they are worth seeing. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And the Nipsey thing was a local um, celebration of his life. What you just mentioned about Prince was worldwide. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think too. We're such in the midst of you know Nipsey's passing. It's sometimes easy to forget some of it because I forgot about the White House thing. I remember that in the Eiffel Tower. It's easy to forget sometimes. Oh yeah, they did do a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff did happen. I just think probably most people on an emotional level, particularly a fan, would want that. I want to go to you know, the memorial or, you know what I mean? You definitely, you didn't necessarily get that type of thing where obviously it was televised and all of that kind of stuff. But again, you know, I, I don't think that would be something that he probably was down for. And I don't know, again, it was a family's call at the end of the day. Um, so, but I, but I could, I could see both sides, but I, I am, I have to remember too, that there was a ton of worldwide attention and respect given to Prince in his passing. Like you can't deny that. I think Obama did something for Prince too, remember? 
<laughs> it was like a video thing, wasn't it, or something? It was like a some sort of, and see, I'm even forgetting that there was some sort of. I don't think it was a public thing, but there was a memorial or something. I think it was in L.A. or something for Prince. Yeah. And they had a message from Obama and stuff. I just a, a lot of us didn't personally get to go see it because it was private. Uh, and that may be something that fans are thinking about. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know. And it's not a competition. Exactly. It's not a competition. Exactly. What is this picture you just posted, Quentin? In the chat? Uh, which mm-hmm. one? There were two. Uh, well, one was the a one sample. Is Paisley. Yeah. Yeah, there was one of a. <laughs> it's a sample uh, sample plate from the celebration, along with water and a what's this? A program? You see that one? With yes. the Purple background. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Right. That. that looked like the kind of food they have. Yeah, that's the water bottle. Wait, where's that picture? Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's in the Where'd Skype chat. Put that all right, let me have a look. Yeah, that Come on the Discord chat. That looks about what uh, they was see stuff like that. I I I, I would be like, I'm cool. Let me just get a, <laughs> let me just get a water bottle. Like finger roll. food. <laughs> you know. Do you guys know what finger food is? Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what they think about. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> That's something my mom would say. I thought it was just a Jamaican term, but okay, cool. Oh, or go. tapas. Or rabbit food. I mean, sorry, something else. That's another story. I don't know about it. <laughs> and Prince was vegan, too, so you have to remember that. Vegetarian. Right. Ah, vegetarian. Yeah, so, you know, they didn't, they didn't have no chicken. And, and I'm not they, expecting that. That's some good old... I know it's not... I can't... They can't cater for that many people with foods like that, so I totally understand why they went down this route. I'd have it's a nice, grill, though. I love the black plates. A grill out front with hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> Yeah, I can see you standing outside the grill with Aunt Pooh. That's right. Like, who want to eat? Well, you better come and eat <laughs> People bring Actually, speaking salad. of, how come this year you're not doing a meet and greet? Because you had a poll on Facebook about doing a barbecue. And <laughs> what's going on with that? What's going on with that? Yeah, you nah, still just, just, You know what? I just want to come and enjoy it. I don't want to. It's, it's too much work to be doing and all that. I just want to come out and enjoy being out there. Uh there's going to be so many different events and I'm going to go to a few of them and we'll just see people there. You know what I mean? Like I just okay. didn't feel like doing all that. Uh, and we'll see everybody at these places. So we're going to have ample opportunities to chop it up and take pictures and have a good time. Um, there might be, there might be one of those things like, yo, let's just all meet at such and such place. Whoever can come down, let's just have, have some drinks, chop it up, yeah, and have a good mm-hmm. time. I'm not, I wasn't trying to do a whole like make a job out of it right now. I'm not trying to work like a job like that. <laughs> I'll be enough trying to just report back what I've seen every day, you know. Uh, but yeah, you catch us at uh, for sure, gonna be at Gluck's, gonna be at the Perkins. Thanks. And you're gonna go see Avengers out there as well, Avengers. Uh, yeah, man, that's. Front row. I got front row tickets. There's <laughs> 40X out there, so I ain't losing you. Oh, do they have 40X out there? Did you find one? No, I don't. I didn't find any, uh, so. But it's all right. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm down to go see it multiple times, so. It's going to be all good. But yes, yeah, uh, celebration is coming up quick, so it'll be a good time. Any other prints? Um, thing? Oh, well, it's record store day today. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Um, the, the latest release is um you know the cassette 
for the Versace experience oh, right, right, and right. also pop life. I've seen Kinesa just be going wild on social media <laughs> recently with that. She waited outside in the queue, finally oh, really? got her little vinyl. Yeah, she wow. did. Okay. Does anyone actually own a cassette player? That's what I was going to say. I do. <laughs> really? I do. My stereo has a free disc and uh, also two cassette players. So the one that you can play wow. in reverse, wow. one that can actually record. So there's two tapes in there. I've, it's my sister's actually. Um, she got it in 2000, and now I had it since 2005, and it's still my best player. I play all my music through that because at the back, it has an aux cable so i connect that to my laptop yeah okay. who's that is that quinton no, that again taking me. the mic out of my accent that was me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but i i think those releases are cool it just it's just not for me but i have nothing bad against them i think it's dope that they do them i just i'm just not really into that i want some new shit or well some, record but, store days its own thing and i like and i like that yeah no, I, cool. I, I like it I was trying to they think of what record, stuff. What record store right. they have around me. I think there's really only one that I know of, and it's quite a distance. I'm definitely not driving all the way out there. For some vinyl? Nah, I'm good. I go to Barnes & Nobles <laughs> for some vinyl. If I, But I, I don't have a record player right now, so I'm not buying no vinyl. <laughs> mm, okay, fair enough. But nothing against fair it. Enough. Nothing against it. I just I, See, I'm always a... I like the music. So mm-hmm. if I can listen to the music on my computer, I don't. I don't really care what format I get it on. I just want to hear the jams. But I it's can just res- like different. So, yeah, I mean, I can. I can respect the collectability of things. No, I don't do the collect it. I play. I'll play with it so it scratches off. Like I've, okay. I've, I've got parade stuck in there for a minute for me, and I'm starting to have to buy a new one because I keep pushing it back on a groove like okay put it back on Christopher Tracy Parade yeah put it back on again (laughs) and it actually makes you exercise as well because you know like you have to physically get up and you know push the needle back you know you know and I have to buy an amplifier for it so you know the sound can push through a lot more louder Hmm. instead of it sounding so mono that's cool that's cool I can respect that you know I ain't mad at it but uh, yeah that's all dope man um Definitely get out there and support music if you if you're into that. Not mad at that, you know. Little Bootsy can definitely take a boost from record day. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's gonna be like, I'm gonna kill that nigga by ever. <laughs> oh goodness, oh, man. Um, anything else? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um, oh, I know. I was gonna. I started a thread on Facebook. I think it was this week. I was listening to the song I Hate You uh, mm-hmm. on the way to work. And I was like, this is one of my favorite songs. But I was listening. I was like, this kind of like a simp anthem. I was like, he's kind of like telling this girl. So apparently from his own words, she chose somebody else. Mm-hmm. And now I hate you because I love you. And, you know, did he do it like, did you do it to the other men? Like you and I was like, eh, the mindset here. <laughs> It was a little troubling to me just from where I am right now. Like, why are you begging for it? She, she, she chose somebody else. Let it go. Like, you don't need to prove Maybe nothing. the timelines don't match up. You say that again? The temp, maybe her timelines don't match up. She was probably still dealing with Prince while she was macking with the other dude. And then obviously she just dropped him and then ended up being in, you know, more intense with the new guy. That's probably why. He, you can, isn't, it, isn't it obvious in the track? Well, you're just fishing some drama. 
yeah, maybe the timelines don't match up. Like, how are you dealing with him and me at the same time and then you with him? Like, what's wrong with you? That's well, what it that sounds like may to be, me. Maybe true, but if you the man and you doing all the stuff, then cut your law. I mean, what are you trying to beg her for to change her mind? She done made up her mind. <laughs> Go on. <clears throat> but I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying there's nothing bad about the song. Now, if, if you go into the real life story of the song, right, it's for Carmen Electra, who invited her to Paisley Park, sat her down and played it for her, and she's kind of started crying. It's not in the third. That's kind of cold blooded. But at the same time, you a grown ass man, and she a young girl. Why are you sweating? You're doing a lot of extra work trying to prove a point. But maybe the song, I started thinking, you know what, this song could be you could say this song is more like uh orange juice jones i saw you walking in the rain and you know at the end he's he's like get your shit bitch and get the fuck out you know he's kind of blasting her a little bit you know i bought you everything you need now you can hit you know get up out of here so maybe it's more of that type of vibe he's kind of going on because you know he's like uh your honor when i call to the stand he's kind of reading her and and I assume in the track he calls her a Billy Jack bitch. He's calling her a bitch. And so I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. he's actually trying to blast her a little bit. I just, I was like, it's just a little much. But I, again, that's just my opinion. I, that's what I thought. I don't know what you guys thought about the song. If you really thought about what he's saying in that. Mm-hmm. I, I I like it. I don't know if I call it simpish, but he, he damn sure is, uh, he definitely isn't uh, letting go. Instead of okay. yeah, instead of doing all the crying and trying to prove a point, you know, win the breakup, get a better one, and what she has, right? Yeah, yeah. When they say yeah, <laughs> Carmen was on her way out of Minneapolis, and my time was on her way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few of them. I'm not, you know, what's my now the one I. If you'd have wrote the song about, it would have been uh, what's so uh, Marvin Gaye's daughter? Nona. Nona Gale. Nona Gale. Oh, Lord. He messed up that word. I don't know why he did that. Is he in my time? Doing too much. No, actually, no. If I say what's what I'm going to say, you guys going to murder me. My <laughs> You call it my time. To the south. Whatever. I'm the last person to say anything, but I'm going to say something. <laughs> exactly. <like that. laughs> well, don't bash my tay or my tie. Hilarious. Yeah, that was lame. Anyway, it didn't land. Now, to me, the the, the it kind of broke my heart when somebody pointed this out to me. The beautiful ones is a simple. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Come on now, it's obvious. In the movies, and... I don't know, I don't know. I'm sitting with the nigga, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dirty Mackin on stage, boy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, wow. How you gonna go after the girl? Yeah. And shit, before that, Private Joy. You know, I strangled Valentino. You've been mine ever since. If anybody asks you, you belong to Prince. The only problem is you got cats like, um, LL and R. Kelly that were singing about the same type of things. It Why sells. you gotta bring up R. Kelly? Can we not it talk sells. about mentions me? Mm-hmm. I wanna talk about Nona Gay again. I don't wanna talk about her now, you know. Okay, tell us about Nona Gay. Oh, just chocolate, fantastic, legend, icon, beautiful. Just mm-mm. 
you know, I think I, I don't know what, okay, actually, but pause, because I, I, I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, some people are going to be very triggered, but I, uh, unless someone can correct me, I think this was the only chocolate sister that Prince was physically or publicly, like, romantically linked with, because, um, Obviously, I'm tricky because I'm chocolate. I'm a dark-skinned sister, so it's like, mm. oh, it'd be nice for a prince as a black man to be with, well, you know, a dark-skinned woman. But he finally did it. But he did her dirty at the end, and it's just like typical. But that's, you can edit that out. Cause I was gonna go for like. You forget about Susan. I don't know if you would call her chocolate, but I mean, she's dark-skinned. Mm. Well, yeah, she's from the West Indies, Trinidad, mm-hmm. so she is dark-skinned. Mm. But yeah, that's true. But still. You know, I mean, I know what you, you mean, though. More public from. type of a thing. We didn't really necessarily know their relationship, but the, the yeah. Nona thing that was more public. I, I can kind of get that. And how he did her dirty with the like, you know, he was nominated or won the award, and then she was going to present him with the award, and he comes on stage with Maite, and it was like, what? After kidding, what? Okay, to Marvin Gaye's door. Come on, have some respect. Like, cool. But when you sign up to be one of Prince's girls, you know what you're getting into. You are, you are one of. Yes. One of. Yeah, one. <laughs> we need to have a conversation on podcasts, like the Prince podcast, on, you know, how Prince was like a little <clears throat> something else, you know, when it was like a little womanizer kind of thing. Because that would be a good conversation to have. But, you, know, you know, just. And he was out and open thing. with it. He didn't hide it. He had you on his arm one day, somebody else on his arm the next. Male possessions from day on it. one. Have been like that. Yep. That ain't Damn. new. Damn. Athletes, musicians, actors, this is not new. If you got the juice, that's you it. Got the juice. Yeah. You've like been that. listening to a lot of Janelle Monet, huh, Quinton? No. You got the juice because you know she got a new track called Juice. Got it. You know what? No, that's from a, it's from a movie named Juice. Okay, sweet. I don't sing about the, the NPG Music Club song. <laughs> you got the juice. Huh? Sorry. <laughs> Wait, is that is that um big sexy That's singing? Right. <laughs> what wow, song is this? This what? is great. What, what song? Juice, is that? I think it was uh, one of them Carmen Electra throwaways. Oh, okay. I, would, I would not. I mean, it's it's awesome. the song is great. Mm. <laughs> you know, lose her little rap. The song is great. Mm. 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 I wonder if they're going to perform any gold nigger tracks from in Paisley. That'll be fun. NPG. I'm sure yeah. Tony M will get one of them in. Yeah, I love me some Tony M. He's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, Prince. Well, he was a man, you know, and you got beautiful women coming at you, and you that dude. He was that dude. You're at, you know, you're at your mm-hmm. prime. Yeah, you're on man. top of the world. You got the world. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shit. You know, I can't speak. You know, obviously, as a as a female, well, obviously, but with men who have any type of power, any type, these things happen. You know, mm-hmm. I've got emails from chicks I knew in high school, college. You know, Mark, you can do whatever you want to me. Oh, wait, oh, hold on, baby, slow down, slow down. Because of the perception of power. Mm-hmm. And power is an aphrodisiac like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely. And, and any brother who would tell a, a woman, y'all, I'm, we need a new name for you. And he says, your name should be Vagina. You know he's about that life. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a nigga can tell you that with a straight face and be dead ass serious. 
you know he ain't on some old flowery. He's like he about getting it in. So <laughs> I, you can't be surprised if he had multiple girlfriends. <laughs> his career, you know, his imagery was kind of built on that for a while. So mm-hmm. I, hey, it is what it is. You know, this is yeah. Prince. That's that's what's funny as we obviously he's elevated to a whole thing, which he which he deserves. But I always be like. Back in the days, somebody said, "You listen, you like Prince." Like that was like a, oh, oh, you like Prince, because you know exactly what that meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Prince, that, yeah, Prince gets it in. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know what them songs is about. You know, so I, I ain't not mad about. I mean, I'm just saying that's you know, what it's about the connection between Ooh, yeah. the, between the spirituals. Nigga, stop. <laughs> like, trying you, 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 you about fuck. So ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but anyway, mm. you okay over there? You blushing? You making me laugh, but um, I just remembered about the guy who got sued for a million for the Deliverance EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed it. Oh my god, four million? He ain't got no four million. Actually, speaking of people who getting sued, what's going on with Londell? And he getting like he owes some money because of that Universal deal that flopped. Londell and SBK are, you know, on the hot seat for that money that, for a deal that didn't happen. They took their taste, but the deal didn't happen. And so the courts are like, uh, excuse us, you didn't earn this, give it up. Well, can I make a disclaimer? This is for the fans who like to go out their way with their pitchforks at night and go marching, coming off the Jesse, you know, coming off the Judith Hill, coming off the Kimberry. Where is your pitchforks for Londell? His motherfucking ass have some money from Prince that he stole <laughs> that he doesn't deserve. So I need you to go on Twitter and go grill him with me. Hashtag give us some money with the money at. You know that Stewie did with um, Brian when he asked for his money and he beat him up? Why is the TL so quiet about Londell? He's getting away with it too easily. We need to grill him. I'm sorry, he's a family guy. <laughs> you need to grill who? Londell. Oh, uh, okay. She went family guy on him too. Uh oh. I love me some family guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Sorry. call it. I can't call it. I mean, I it, I, I well, just I see the I'm... stories. Uh, I need to holler. I just want to hear what what these brothers is thinking. I can't really even talk on the. I'm not going to even talk on the my deliverance, homie. You know, I don't know the full situation behind that, but. Well, I think the difference or a difference. You know, because you mentioned Londell and you mentioned, you know, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear this. Actually, you know what? We'll talk later. We'll, we'll talk offline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, these these court cases or these stories of these court proceedings and different things, you know, uh, it's just interest. It's interesting that they, they seem to come at the same time, you know, right around celebration time i think last year there was some other things that were popping off around this time uh but in terms of the the londale thing i just hope they can figure it out you know i hear good things about londale and i hear bad things about londale but you know i do i do salute the cat in terms i'll say this in terms of i know he's put in a lot of work in the industry for many years, it, the, the, before the print stuff and after the print stuff, is it all some of it questionable? Certainly, um, but until I really know what's really popping, I'm not gonna really blast them too hard. That's just for me. I'm not anybody else. Do what you want to do, 
But I'm just curious to see what the situation is. Have the same energy that they have for Lionel. You have that for Charles Copeland, dude, too, right? Yeah, Charles Copeland gets you know, it too. You don't really I mean, hear his name too much, though. But you who's that? Say, what does he do? What did he do? He's the other person <laughs> named Charles. in that suit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's because Londell was such an advocate. When Prince died, Londell had such a big mouth on a TL. He was telling people what to do, and he had so much, you know, opinions about stuff. But yet, he was creeping behind the scenes and stealing money from Prince and taking the piss. So that's why I'm coming after him because I don't know much about the other mm. dude. Because the other dude knows he was going to get catched in the future. Londell thought he would get away with it. That's why I'm coming down on him heavy. Because I'm like, I, I feel you. I, I you know, the other dude is a big time record executive, probably even bigger than Londell. But I understand, like. There's a reason why his mm-hmm. name ain't being, he's not a part of the culture, so you're not going to really hear about him. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, you got I just said, we had to have the same energy for all of them. You know? Uh, you know, again, the music industry has done artists dirty from day one. Uh, Mike put up in the chat the other day a piece from the Breakfast Club with the gentleman from Soul for Real. Same thing. They got done wrong. And it's just like, if, if a person thinks they can get an artist, they will. Now, I don't know what Londell is, what has done. All I know is that, according to the court documents, he and Charles Koppelman have taken their taste off of a you know, multi-million dollar deal, right. but the deal didn't go through. So it's like, you're going to take your 10% of this and we didn't even do the deal? No, hell no. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, no, that's I mean, and that's right. They should... If they have to get supposed to get the money back, that's what they do. I would imagine they're doing the same thing that a lot of a lot of shiesty deals have been yes. doing, you know, over time. Don't make it right. I'm just saying, like, it ain't nothing new either. Mm-mm. You know, did you guys watch the uh, watch the piece on Soul for Real? I saw mm-hmm. a little bit of that. I think it was actually uh, shout out to uh, Sean Hicks. I believe he oh, Sean put that up. I'm oh, sorry. Think. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I did see a little bit of that, and they sound like they would. They went through some stuff, man. They went through it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, not going to get into it too much, but they was kind of going a heavy D a little bit. You know, yeah, you know, because you can't hire or you can't have a group and have your lawyer be their lawyer and have him cut the deal. It's like there's a natural conflict right there, and they just got they got done wrong. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, man. I know a lot of groups has been like that for a long time, you know. Uh, But I like the fact that I will say this. I do love that older groups like that. It's funny that I say older, but groups from, you know, the 90s or the 80s. I'm glad that they have something like the Breakfast Club where at least they have a platform to actually they respect them enough to say, I remember I remember y'all come on on here. Come on the hottest show and tell your story, even when it sort of delved into you know, he started talking a little somewhat greasy about Heavy D, but that may be his truth as opposed exactly. to, you know, what we may know. So I, I respect that he's able to say his thing. You know, Charlamagne tried to clean it up. Like, I don't know if you want to say that. And the other member is like, well, listen, <laughs> this is what I, this is what we went through. And I think Envy said something and the other member had to, he had to correct him and say, hey, man, I ain't going to let you. Nah, that ain't. You can't say heavy made us. Let me tell you what really happened. And so I, I, I like that. At least we get to hear another side of it. Is heavy D here to say something? No, but uh, I'm not mad at these groups coming out being able to speak because I think there's things you can learn from it. At least I hope some of the younger dudes can see, man, it was an older group. It wasn't all roses. You got to have your business in order. That's why I walk away 
no matter what you're doing, you got to have your paperwork. That's mm-hmm. right. Straight. That's right. <laughs> Don't trust no, nobody. Yeah. Unless my man and them going to hook it up. You're going to be straight. Nah. Mm-mm. Let me Mm-mm. let my lawyer take a look at this because, yep. you know, no, no disrespect, Doc- but this is business. And document all transactions, too. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. Because, <clears throat> yeah, man, um, that's the one thing you can, I, I always think you can. And I, that's why I love some of these newer artists. Because at least on one hand, some of them they actually had a business together. I, and I respect, you know, to me, you look at uh, a Jay-Z, I'm taking the bigger guys, but the, the Beyonce's and all that kind of stuff. Their music may not always be as impactful as some of the legends, but I will say they definitely had their business in order and they're able to uh, really get a lot of value out of whatever it is that they do. So that they're in these great positions. And I would assume because they learn from the people who came before them, like, yo, they would rip us apart if we let them. So let's let's get our paperwork and business in order so that we can really turn this into some industry as opposed to us just being just the talent and then walk away with nothing. You know, that's why I look at when I look at like a Nas or something. Nas is caked. Like he may not you know may not think of oh what's the the big songs and all that how come he ain't hitting no more? He's hitting in the business world. You know, he's doing deals behind the scenes and with other companies, entrepreneurs, doing it big. What's my man uh riding dirty? What was his name? Chingy. Chingy. <laughs> 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 How I know this, and that's your side of the world. What's wrong with you, Abku? With so much confidence as okay. well. Okay, name it. Name another chameleon song. No, we're not doing that now. Carry on, Michael. Yeah, I thought so. Name another chingy. I don't want to hear your noise, you know. Right, grab her. <laughs> right there. But anyway, exactly. Chameleonaire. Exactly. Cham- I know. I know. Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire. That brother on be on straight business. You know, tech companies and stuff. I saw. Man, fuck these rap. So that's why I was be like, some of these younger cats, man, they they the same transition. thing with um spectacular from Pretty Ricky. He has like a multi million company at the moment online oh, and I stuff. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he he was on like Forbes and stuff like that. Nice, nice. So mm. yeah, I mean, it, it's it's always good to see him transition. Chingy, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> now the last I thing I heard about Chingy, he was getting caught up. With some other questionable uh, relationships, I was in some strange relationships, mm. but but I don't know. I mean, you tell us, uh, Aunt, what, what was? Oh, wow, really? really? <laughs> because I, I I mixed up chameleonaire with cheese. You said it with such confidence and force. I just thought maybe you was a fan. Oh, I like the way you do that, right there. No, <laughs> chingy. <laughs> Why I act like millionaire is like top five ever or something? Well, because when we say we see me rolling, everybody knows. Everybody yeah. knows. Everybody knows. That's a hit right there. It's a classic. It's a one liner. And it's never going to die. Who, you ask me who the song is you by, said Chingy, I couldn't tell you. Exactly. I couldn't tell you. Chingy. Man. Oh, shout out to Chingy, man. Out. Mm, come back out of the shadows. You should have been on the BTK tour as well. Actually, he's on tour. I I just pulled him up on Google and it showed tour dates. He's actually going to be in the Minneapolis Target Center May 1st. There you go. Oh, so he's going to be at a BTK event then. Because that's B2K. Maybe he's on that tour. I was looking at them. Yeah, he's on that tour. Oh, Oh, he's on that tour. Whoa, you okay then? Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Who's a Chingy fan here? Breathe. 
pause. Wow. I can breathe. I'm just remembering like Lloyd's gonna be there. And I know Lloyd likes uh, you know, Mr. Me Too. That was the track with King in it. Like, you know, one of the hit. They, they yeah. may want to change the title of that song. Mr. Me Too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they gotta change that. <laughs> Ooh, Michael's a quick one, you know. We all got side jokes Pause. there. That was quick. You got to tour, Kelly kind of saw a situation going on with Jiggy. What? There was an R. Kelly sort of situation going on with Chingy. I heard her, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hilarious! Man. I mean, you need to expand on that. Talk, that's all. <laughs> Is there videotapes well, of him with underage young ladies? Come on, man. Uh, Michael, you got invita- information on this? Why? Why would I have information? You, because you know what he said that like, he's got some questionable information. Oh, there was a story of. Uh, Chingy is caught up with this uh, known. Caught up, uh, Usher. What's, what's uh, I mean, jokes, jokes. I don't know the proper terminology. Like, it was a dude that dresses up as a woman. Transvestite. Yeah, that is not Chingy. You saying that's Chingy? Oh yeah, no. This, this, this. Uh, I have. To, I guess this young lady now got a couple of brothers caught up. Mm. Oh, Usher too. No, I never heard about Usher. With, with oh, the, yeah. We, Sydney Star. Sydney yep. Star. Oh, yeah. Sydney Star. She was on Love and Hip Hop with um Rich Dollars. So she was in Rich Dollars' DMs. That's how she got uh-huh. into the show because she kept DM, DMing him and he thought that was a woman. And then she said she's a transgender. She's still got her situation downstairs where she's trying to get <laughs> surgery. Mm-hmm. Her situation. And, um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sydney. But oh, you know what? Okay. Um, I well, didn't. Yeah, oh, Sydney's clout first... chasing. Signy's cloud chasing. I don't. I, I, I have to do and, some more research and, 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 on that situation before you can say it's fact. And niggas is something. To How you guys out. don't know about this stuff? When I'm, you guys are stateside. I'm well, no, this was from a couple years. This was from years ago, though. So one of the first ones that got caught up with her was Chingy. Oh, and it kind of messed up his, his career a little bit. Cause you know people climb. Oh, okay, it might be true then. That's why he didn't say nothing. I mean, hey, I ain't. I ain't got nothing against it. As long as you know what you're getting into. Sometimes they don't because they're getting real right. realistic now. They look better than yeah. some females out there. I have to tell it a fact. Whew, that's a, that's that's a fact. It's a fact. Technology is something else, boy. Science. <laughs> that's why some science. That's why, you know, on one hand, Trump might, you know, at some well, point. Why did you say that when certain it. people left? Yeah, oh, I know. When you say Trump, you're talking about grabbing. I mean, you got to be sure before you go too far. Now, you know, you don't do it out of, you know, you, you don't do it without permission, and, and all he wasn't doing it without permission. But I'm just, oh, I know what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying the way he did it, but I'm saying like you got to check sometime before you get too crazy. <laughs> How you going to check, Mike? Well, that's Crying what I'm. Game. That's what I'm saying. Like you could be, and I've did this on the show before. And you know how brothers be out here to be at the club. Old girls start dancing up on you. Oh shit! And you go back to your fellas. Yo, nigga, she feeling me, nigga. Oh, I got me a <laughs> oh, okay, Playboy. Do you go? Yeah, I'm. Well, yeah, I'm gonna take her back to the crib. All right, player. I see you tomorrow. And you, you know, close the place out. Are you, know, you ready to go? Uh, I'm ready, Daddy. Like, okay. Mm, you know, we don't get talk. back to the crib Mm-mm. and get to whatever happened, and you ain't checked, and get the. Oh yeah, go down, Dad. Yeah, you, this is your nah, stuff. Nah, nah, nah. You go down and bloop, bloop. Oh wait. There was a whole movie about that back in the 80s called The Crying Game. Yeah, man. So that's why I'm saying before you do all that, you have to conveniently, you know, finesse and have a few drinks and y'all may have a little moment with your hands or a hand or something slide. 
Hey, I got you, baby. Uh, whoa. Hey, mm. listen. Let me go to. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. I'm gonna be right back. Mm-hmm. And dip. Well, that's why. Have you heard about the amount of killings that have been going on in the transgender community? About a lot of trans women are being killed. Well, that's because I the cats are getting that. tricked into it. That's why you have to find out before you get all in. You thinking you about to do something, and they trick you. Either they gotta tell you up front. Let's just tell you up front. But listen, it's hard, you know. You can't just. That's the listen. problem. <laughs> no, <it's> the- <laughs> I'm being serious. Like it, you need to have confidence. You know how much they they go for a lot just to transition to be I where they that. are. The reason why I speak, I speak so highly of it is because I've done a documentary about it last year. About what? About trans. Um, they're transitioning them coming out being open about it you know just basically bringing more awareness to it and um because i went to an all-girls school and i had a friend she dropped out and she's transitioned and she's like massive now in the community in the uk and um she's transgender now she's a male and um she no Mm. longer well they sometimes it's it's just hard it's very difficult for them you can go you can go from male a female to male yeah like with the surgery Um, right now, I don't know about that area down there, uh, okay. but I know that they had surgery to remove their breasts. They have hormones to make sure change their voice. They're able to grow hair on their face. Wow. You know, um, they also go to the gym. They bulk up. You know, they wait, they work out. They like is yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know ones. they had it where you could get a penis. That's why I was like, I'd be like, wow, is the technology came that far? Like, Whoa. I mean, well, we have an adult science. conversation. Yeah, this is real life. This is the things that we have to be dealing with. That's why social media and how people talk about people have to be very sensitive and think about it because you say the wrong thing, your career and your life is upside down. So you have to yeah. talk about it because this is a way of life. Even I'm hearing about, you know, applications for because I'm flying out there. I'm hearing so many things about, you know, are they going to um, say like, is it Mr. or Miss or MX? Is mm-hmm. the, so they don't either go by either the non-binary, you know, either a male or female, or they prefer not to say. You know, there's so many, you know, um, ways to accommodate, and they recognize. I'm just be like, hey, 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 you motherfucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> or they, they go by they. they. You know. Yeah, that motherfucker yeah. over there. <laughs> you are neat. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that no way. Hey, motherfucker, you are crazy. You know, people kept talking about or just mentioned the whole Trump thing about the Grapham comment. I recall in Crocodile Dundee, wow, the lead character did that. Really? There was there was somebody dressed in drag, and it's like that's a woman. No, that's a man, mate. That's a woman. No, right? It's a man. And he walked up and grabbed his uh situation. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh. That's a guy. Wow. Now, I just saw this picture Ant posted of Sydney Starr in the, the Discord chat. Uh, yeah. Also, to all my listeners, again, go to our show notes of this episode, and there's a link that you can join our chat. It, it goes down in the chat. Um, but what, in, anyway, there's, yeah, this picture of Sydney Starr in, in here. Now, see, if I had seen this and not known who this was, you'd think, well, I mean, it's just like a female. What's up? I mean, <laughs> look like a female, right? But you, this is uh, actually a guy who transitioned to a female. Is that? Yeah, that's. How right. do they get thick the yams and the 
<laughs> Why this surgery? How do you think girls are able to like you know get bum and pre- yes. um even you the know, thighs and stuff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. They got it on uh, female born women. So yeah, they, I didn't know female yeah. born women get their thighs and stuff done. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't know about fives, but I know about bums because if they will get if they were selling fives, Kim Kardashian needs to come collect some because her fives don't match with her ass. But that's another story for another day. Wow, this is crazy to me. Oh, you know. Yeah, when I watched Love and Hip Hop, the, the New York one I just ended, when they introduced her, I thought, oh my God, why is this stripper on stage just looking oh, crazy? And then when he started talking, when she started to introduce herself and talk about her story, and I said she was transgender, I was like, shit. Fuck, she look better than me. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, this is a piss wow, take. not a fair I was, world, a I was so upset. I was thinking, it's not fair. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. But yeah. when she starts talking, sometimes, you know, it comes out like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, nigga. What, <laughs> what, <do you> mean? <laughs> what comes out? like that. Well, you know, this brings us back to you guys need. Okay, you you can't watch this. It's actually quite educational, and I learned it on Azealia Banks because she makes music oh, for them. Lord, and don't all oh, no, no. <laughs> educational okay. Azealia Banks. Go ahead. Okay. When I started listening to Azealia Banks in 2012, when I was in college, this is just a couple of years before I found Prince. I was more into the drag scene, and I got into it with um, Azealia Banks when it came to this documentary came out about the ballroom scene in New York and Harlem hmm. in '89 to the '90s, early '90s, and obviously um, it was following the houses and the drag community, which is like families, and it's called Paris is Burning, and I love that film or that documentary as like one of my films I want to watch when I well when I was doing pageantry I'll watch it to just boost my confidence because it was similar to pageantries with the different categories but it was also talking about you know at the time men transitioning and majority of the people who are in there are dead either they were murdered or died from HIV or AIDS Mm. but it gives you awareness on earlier stages when people were transitioning how in fact even in the community in the gay community the gays would turn against each other even though on those who were transitioning saying that how your gay man want to be a woman so bad and you know cut off this uh, I'll get my breasts done but I'm never going to get rid of my penis you know they had conversations about that but they were still welcome to the idea and um, thanks to Zelia Banks she brought that into notion to a wild audience of people young people because obviously not for your generation because you don't dismiss it immediately for sure but um, yeah, speak on it, but um, I would suggest that you guys would watch it because there are some quite iconic quotes in there and faces hmm. who are obviously um, will contribute towards helping understand the stories of those, especially when it comes to the rising number of trans- transgender women being murdered in America and also around hmm. the world as well, hmm. and also giving you more awareness on how it takes you know, how long it takes for them to transition and able to be accepted as well in their own community and society in the world. And they even talk about majority of the characters, not characters, majority of the people in the documentary are black or Latina. So obviously they're minorities and they're talking about being a black man in America is hard, but being a gay black man is much harder in America, Mm. which is a fact, especially, well, I can't speak on it over here in London too tough because the community over here is quite... It's, it's actually quite um, what's the word I'm looking for extravagant where um, 
the mixtures of most, most of the black gays over here in London I know are from the West Indies which I'm like whoa but because the West Indian culture is like it's a no it's a negative but they embrace it and they're so like in your face with it I actually respect them it takes a lot of courage for them to be out of their skin but able to be accepted but you know, I don't want to keep on waffling, but no, no, I should look into it. I just want to ask it. a question to going back to the West India, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but why do you think it is so frowned upon in there, in the West Indian culture? It's, I, well, because of how, okay, listen, Christianity was not our, it's not our religion. You understand right. where I'm coming from? Of course. We're African. So, uh, we don't have an identity. We're taking up from the white man, right? Okay. We Christianity in the we've been forced with these Bibles, you know, is either Pentecostal or end up to be from Anglo Saxon down to, you know, I'm um, Roman Catholic. And in the Bible they say, you know, these stories about Solomon and Gandhi, you know, all these other things, Solomite. They're talking about, you know, how gays are basically wrong and it's sinful and you're basically not working or you're not doing God's work and you're not holy and it's sinful. That is embedded into us for the fact that gay is wrong and that's why we should never embrace it. So I think that's where it's come from in our in my culture in the Western community. You say it comes and from Christianity? Yes. Oh, I okay. feel like it's coming from the Bible where you know they always they but I didn't ask what to be answer your question, I think it's from there. I may be wrong. Because I'm not, I can't speak on an entire, or be an ambassador for an entire, you know, region. But I'm just speaking from what I think it is. Because a lot of people who I know are in my age group, they're not that, not many of them are either gay or bisexual. Uh, <clears throat> or if they're not gay or bisexual, they're heterosexual, but they don't believe too much in Christ anymore. Because they just realize it's kind of like a trap and they just want to live freely. Even though some of them might, they may say they're more spiritual than anything. And and that's what I hear when it comes about talking about love. And it doesn't matter who they love or where they're from. Love is love and that's spiritual. So I think it comes from Christianity in a way in the community that we was taught in school about religion. We go to Sunday school. We, you know, every other day when you're at work or at home, not work, sorry, at home, you have to read the Bible. You've got to you know, read up and do some research on it because that's how you get accepted. That's the right way to do things. That's the best thing to do. Be holy and Christian. So and, I think that's what it comes from. I didn't from. know this before is why I'm asking. So. In the West Indian culture, Christianity was is is heavy in that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh yes, there's plenty of churches. When I'm in Jamaica, there's churches that are literally down the road from each other. Oh, okay. Like every corner is either, it's mostly Pentecostal. It's not mostly Roman Catholic. Pentecostals like a Baptist, Seventh Day Adventist. There's like an odd Jehovah Witness Kingdom Hall there, but most time it is Baptist or Pentecostal. Hmm. So Clapham Church. That makes me want to. I don't know, and I would I would want to research this. I'm just always curious. Uh, if, if 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 before Christianity was presented to us as you outlined as you know being African and stuff like that, I wonder, and I don't know the answer. Maybe somebody does. I wonder how, um, I guess homosexual activity, how that was, uh, how that worked pre Christianity in Africa. Like, was there homosexuality in in Africa back then? Probably is because do you not hear what happens to I can't remember it was Nigeria or Congo where they actually kill them or they're in prison. It's a crime. Why was it a crime then? It was there was um, no Christianity it, back then. Well, well you asked me for I'm not an African. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm just just coming to my mind. I'm curious why it was why would it be like an outlaw 
back then it was outlaw. From... Uh, they probably still see it as like men, men or good. I've, like, oh, I think they've come across to the fact like. Oh. I don't know either. I have to research this. I'm All just right. curious. Right? Because even look at, for example, even though we're coming off, I'm coming off on a tangent, but I'm going to use the show as an example. Game of Thrones, for example. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, there's a couple of characters in there that are gay and sleeping with men. And they're, okay. they're even like, there's, I don't know if, how far you guys are in your seasons or stuff, but in season five, there is an, a couple episodes where a, one of their characters are put on trial because he's sleeping with a man. And I feel yeah. like he gets killed or I don't know if he dies anyway, so eventually he does die. But it's because of the fact that he's sleeping with a man. There was no Christianity back then. They were, prof- they were basically worshipping fake gods, you know, pagan right. gods, multiple different kinds of gods. So that was even before Christianity. Back then, they still believe in that fact that men should not be sleeping with one another, women should not be sleeping with one another. Men and women are supposed to be together to procreate. That was what mm. it's all about. Okay. So to answer your question, I'm using that as a theory. Like, it's just how um, humans are basically engineered to think like that saying like men and men and men shouldn't be together women and women shouldn't be together basically Interesting. anybody else want to touch this <laughs> no <laughs> we're quentin that because quentin always got something smart to say whoa, whoa. not in a bad way he always got a way of like how to oh. you know you know level Quentin? Get down, you know you car, Quentin, where you at, she bro? did she did but i'm not gonna address that <laughs> <laughs> Even Quinn said, I ain't that crazy. <laughs> Give me on record with this shit. It's not a bad thing to all talk right. about. It's life. No, it's not. It's not at all. It's just a. It. I, and I, you know, I, I was, I would say my age, but it's interesting. Interesting. Interesting to me that it's more. I don't want to say accepted, but it's definitely more out in the open um, than ever. Uh, the fact that they have such level of you know the operations and stuff i i'm still like that's amazing to me like wow i didn't know you know you don't know i don't have firsthand knowledge of it so when i see that picture like sydney star people like that i'm like wow that's crazy like i would never imagine that was a guy like it has come it's really come a long way you know have you seen amalia scott or maya scott have I seen what? Amaya Scott. Amaya Scott is another famous one on Instagram. She was supposed to be in Real Housewives of Atlanta two seasons ago, but for whatever reason, she didn't come on. And I don't know the name. She, I may have seen her face before. I don't know. You probably, I'll put a picture in the chat for you guys to have a look at her. She was one of the first ones for me when I saw her pictures. I was like, wow, this is getting better and better. She is amazing. Like, it's, 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 it's come to the point where it's like a form of art to me in a way because even watching RuPaul's Drag Race how they do their makeup you know they some of them are some of them are transgender some of them are still male and they're just gay they just like to dress in drag but when they do their makeovers where they show them before they shave their face before they get ready and then to the moment makeup is a hell of an art form and you guys know this you clown women for wearing it but guys do it too and how they do it you know sometimes you guys say that women wear too much makeup and you know you're trying to say you might wear too much but i've never said that go ahead now i probably thought it um but uh it's like it's come to the point where it's literally art Mm. and um but it's like another form of expression expressing who they are they can be i can be todd smith during the day but i'm going to be i don't know miss diamond at night you know Mm. it's one of those ones and um it is quite it's very interesting i would agree 
Oh, I found it. She calls herself King Amaya Scott. Okay, let me show you mm-hmm. what she looks like. Because she even had the before and after picture that went viral. This was like during BBM days. You guys know what BBM is? Blackberry Messenger? <laughs> no, I never. No? I missed that one. <laughs> so you guys never had Blackberries back in 2011? I actually never had a Blackberry, no. No one had a Blackberry in his crap chat. No. I'm surprised. Not even a lawyer. Big Sexy never had a Blackberry. Never had a Blackberry. Hmm, okay. Well, um, yeah, this is her in, in the Whoa! Discord. Yeah. Interesting. She is. She calls herself a mermaid. So they know the whole little mermaid scenario where Ariel wanted to be human and be a woman who have legs, but she had a tail. You get the synopsis going on here, the metaphor. Now you're telling me this little, was actually she was born a man. She was a or, yeah. She was born a boy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like I said, I hope just I hope that the people that her. You know, I'm sure she's you know. She she's not she's out front with who she is. So Yes she is. You know, yeah. You know what you doing. I think she's in the star. You think she's a what? I think you know the star on Fox, you know. Oh star she's on that on show? Fox. Oh you know, I kinda I heard about that. Yeah, 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 I heard yeah. about her. Okay. Yeah, see, boy, let me tell you something. <laughs> My brother. Not you don't have to worry about this young lady. But you know, keep your eyes open. That's all I'm saying. And if mm-hmm. make sure it, it, let them give you an option if that's what you went to, salute to you, go for it. You know, because they definitely looking huh. they looking like some some bad chicks. Well, I give her that. Yeah. Mhm. I'm Beautiful. gonna see if I can find a picture of before and after for mm-hmm. you guys. I already know. Cats will be in the club, boy. You get the drink. And yeah. Oh, Nick. Oh. <laughs> I got you definitely got one. Yeah, it's all you, pimp. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> you got it. Man. But there's some people who are pimp. pansexual who likes anything. Say it again. They love people. There's people out there who are pansexual who love Oh, that's why I say like Lando Calgrissian, apparently. Like Star Wars. Well, also Janelle Monet is a pansexual. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I salute to her, man. Do, do your thing, sis. You know what I'm saying? Do you? As fine as she is, she can be there whatever she wants. Hey, do what you want. Yeah. Now I would I wouldn't want to see her transition to a man, but you know. But again, if that was her choice, do you? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and ask. You got ahead Chloe, and ask. <clears throat> I said, shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe seems to be a lot more knowledgeable on this area than I am. Chloe, what is the difference between pansexual and bisexual? So from what I can understand, pans- pansexual is people who are loving either you're gay, you're straight, you're trans, you're cis. Um, cis is straight as well, basically, what you're born with. They call you, they will call you two, what you guys are, cis. I'm a cis. You're, you're basically still the same gender you was born with. Okay? And that's with a C. <clears throat> huh? And um, um, they don't have no discrimination who, against who you are. Now, with asexual... Asexual, I would actually quote that and paste that as Michael Jackson, whereas he neither was attracted to male or female or to anyone. I might even find himself attractive. I think I only know. I feel like I've. Don't do Mike like that. Don't do Mike like that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to paint a better picture so that people keep clowning him and saying that I haven't seen Michael with one female out in public last night. Yeah, I know Michael Jackson smashed that. 
because I haven't heard anyone say that yet. I have. And so to paint a better pi- But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. My bad. <laughs> so for, to answer your question, um, bisexual is just like male and female, basically. Um, I, for example, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not bisexual. I'm straight. So I'm heterosexual. But You're say, cis, right? um, for me, I'm cis. Yeah, I'm cis. <laughs> but I'm... Um, <laughs> Um, say like um, I like sleeping with girls and I like sleeping with guys that's as far as I go that's bisexual are you talking about yourself? I'm not talking about myself I'm not I'm oh, not okay. bisexual I'm, uh, I'm heterosexual gotcha go ahead yeah. so it's like saying I like sleeping with girls and I like sleeping with guys that makes me bi because I like both uh, pansexual well this stuff is on the internet Janelle Monet talks about it but it's like you know it kind of uses the metaphor of androids as well saying i'm an android lover doesn't matter if you're android or human you know on that blade runner shit you know i still love you doesn't matter even though you're you can make love to an android but you know some some rubbish like that i don't care if you're trans i still love you for who you are it doesn't matter mm. um i don't care if you're a woman i still love you it doesn't matter you know some rubbish like that so yeah that example, I, I can't go in too deep because I don't I don't put myself to go into knowledge too much into pansexual, but I recognize what that is. There are so many. Um, um, there are so there are so many in um, in the gay community, the G- LBGQ. There's so many letters now added on. I can't even keep up to say it, but I'm just gonna say the gay community because I'm not just going to like say when I say gay I'm not just putting out a male I'm putting out and all of them in all spectrums or I would say to be nice the pride queer, community the, the queer um, oh yeah and queer community all right so you can so now. wait 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 so all queer right. you can say queer now yes um yeah okay <clears throat> well the queer community yeah cool um I, yeah there's a, there's there's a lot to keep track of nowadays boy yeah there's even like colors yeah. of black and Blue. I think the black and blue colors are the ones for not black and blue, pink and blue are for bisexuals. Pink and light baby, baby pink and baby blue are for lesbians. Yeah, colors. Damn. Yes, colors. they're in the flat. Yeah, colors. there's um. Colors. 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 It's actually quite. <laughs> it's whole actually, new game. That could be a whole new song for Ice T now. Boy, he can get his paper. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, there's a few, there's a few colors. Even like when it comes, there's even colors for those who are in the free way com- um, relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's um blue, yellow, like a mustard yellow, and a hot pink or red. I can't remember what color it is, but that's like a flag for the free wave relationship. Free wave. Free way. Free way. Oh, three way. Okay. Yeah, that's the begins with a P. I can't remember what the, the name of that relationship's called. It all but, um, there's a polymonious. Poly, yes, poly, that. polyamorous, polyamorous. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Polywanna. Um. Yeah. Man, I actually feel comfortable talking about this with your your generation because sometimes your generation tends to dismiss it. So it's quite mm-hmm. inspiring and actually nice that you guys have well, you guys are actually open to listen and not argue and just like ask questions because it's okay to ask questions because if you don't know something, it's only right to just like research and just listen but i'm not an expert on it i'm just a kid <laughs> so you know there's a lot more research out there yeah Woo. man i don't know how we got we got here but definitely a history uh, uh lesson. sydney star who sydney brought up sydney star, star because I'm, i bet it was um and because <laughs> it would be and and always on some buffoonery Wow. Wow. Jeez. Buffoonery. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just because you put it with the Queen's English does not make it funny nor Ooh, uh, accurate. Yes, my accent has born with it. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> you don't want to upset me when I start tre- speaking in Patois because none of you. That's what I'm saying. Go, go, go back to that. Go to the Patois. Go back to you. You want me to go back African to the Patois? Roots. And you don't want me to go back to the Patois because I have lyrics for you. Understand? Yeah. Don't try it. <laughs> don't lyrics. try it. I got I got words for Ant. Shag me the other day. I took him to stay there. Yeah. He didn't understand what I'm saying, so it's all right. Taking over for Q. Damn, library is open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading anyone. <laughs> I don't, and that's another thing you guys talk about read and shade that came from the queer community especially really? when you should watch Paris's per- burning shade come from reading reading came from shade okay okay oh shit okay give them their props give them their props dap them up yeah well yeah man that's it's just uh, yeah it's a whole new world out there um you know gotta be respectful everybody and all that kind of stuff. I say, do what you. As long as you ain't hurting the kids, and you know, you're an adult, and that's what you want to do. Do you? Yeah, we this. Yeah. Do you? I'm all, I'm... And the comment section is going to be wild, wild for this episode. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um. No, I end up ganging up on Q because that's what always happens. He'll say something, hilarious. and then he'll get all the heat on him. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Let's see what else we got out here. I, I see they had some sort of Star Wars game announcement, but I don't have enough info to jump into that right now. Just kind of looking, see if there's anything else we can jump into real quick before we get up out of here. Um, did anybody... Samson's new update. Who? Samson. Samson? If anyone owns a Samson, the lollipop update is just trash. Oh. I have a, I have a Samson phone. I have a Samson phone. I'm, I Wait, my, I would take him up. I haven't taken an update yet. When does when does it come okay, out? Okay, so I there was an update last month, right? Where I have a Note Eight, so I still had the old normal software that came with it, the system. But they had like an automatic update last month, where the whole interface has changed, just like a crayon box for kids. Honestly, it's like Damn. it's like Samsung's gone backwards on their software. Uh, and I okay. swear to God, I swear to God, like my camera quality has pixelated and i'm like the camera functions are not the same anymore they don't look the same they changed the way how you know you right. can able to like go to pro and go normal the bix rate I've whatever it's called you, yeah yeah I didn't, it's I didn't, just I terrible i might notice it but i don't have any problems with it but i see what you're saying well there's another Chloe, update what version, as well. is, what version is yours uh, the, well, right yeah. now I have an update sitting here for the version that was a security patch level for the 1st of April, but I don't mm-hmm. want to install it. The version I have is a quite a long number. It's N950FXX5DSC5. So, yeah, that's what that's what they're saying the version is. I've got a 950 as well, but it doesn't say that. You know, mine says 950 US, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's more of the information on their mobile website. <laughs> no, they were just, the camera quality has definitely changed. I noticed because mm-hmm. I was planning on using this phone to do some more quick vlogs when I'm out in Mini mm-hmm. and just, well, I'm using all my secrets now. I don't mind sharing some knowledge. Some people need to learn how to vlog correctly, but it's, you can always start off on your phone. But um, I noticed that the software is just trash. Interesting. Well, if the, if the you know, if the, Community gives Samsung, sorry, not Samsung, gives um, Google enough feedback, they'll do a rollout of a new update. But it's Samsung, not Google. So it's your Samsung software. 
Not your yes. Google software. No, I see. Not good. your Android version. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. TikTok. Interesting. TikTok with Chloe. Hmm. Oh, oh, I know what I want to say. Uh, you're looking for some good music. And you, like, you like good and, music. Well, all right. <laughs> and, you like, <laughs> and you like R&B. Uh, I would implore you to check out uh, Anderson Pac's new album. Mm-hmm. Very good, very, very, very good, man. He's got uh, he got this real dope song with Smokey Robinson, uh, mm. song with Andre Three Thousand. Uh, he's got a song with Nate Dog. Oh what? Uh, Nate yeah. Dog has been dead for how long? Exactly. So they I'm, did. They, they oh went wow. And, they pulled the song that he did that never came out. Mm-hmm. And they freaked it where it looks like they're singing back and forth together. But it sound, oh, I, nice. at first I didn't know it was Nate Dogg on this song. I've been playing the song. I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> when I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is the Nate Dogg. It, it doesn't sound. Oh, wow, that's so nice. It doesn't have a, you know, that type mm-hmm. of thing. But it's Nate. And you can hear like at the end, Nate would be like, oh, man. He says something like, ah, oh, my voice is all fucked up or something. And Anderson's like, no, nah, man, you sound good. He's like, no, nah, erase all that shit. He's like, nigga, we oh, already paid so Anderson's messing with the outtake. Got you. He took a, oh yeah, they took a, a a song that Nate did that didn't finish or something, and just made it into a new song. But it's dope. It's so good. Like the album is really. Well, I'm good. so glad you brought up Anderson Pack because Anderson Pack, um, you guys are gonna roast me, but I don't mind roast me as much as you can. But Anderson is the one who put me on Patrice Rashawn because he sampled one of her tracks oh. and it got me hooked, and I was He's like. Dope. I ain't gonna clown wow, at all. he's a sample king. He knows he re- he appreciates music, he like talking. real good music, and he's a. Uh, I don't want to. You guys are gonna kill me, but he is on a borderline on the level of genius. I'm not and how he you kind of all. like does a full mm-hmm. full circle on like how he's on the fuckery of today's kind of sounds, but he's also mm-hmm. on to appreciation of mm-hmm. what the people have done for the past few decades of good music during the golden ages. So yeah, yeah Anderson is the, play, plays the, guy. the drums. He's tight on them drums, rapping, mm-hmm. singing. Like he's, yeah, I, I just got onto him late, but everything I seen of him, I was like, this is this nigga. And I, I saw his coach Rilla performance this morning. I was like, oh man, I'm going to see, he's coming to Seattle. Uh, a couple months, I'm going. I gotta check it out. Yeah, he's dope. His last—he just had an album that came out late last year. Uh, I don't know if the album flopped. I don't know how he was able to come out with an album so quickly. And he's on Dr. Dre's label, so maybe he just has cachet to do whatever he wants. But he just had an album, and now he just has another one that just dropped. Like fire, man. I mean, he's on like Prince stuff. You know how Prince was dropping albums left, right, and center like every maybe. year. Yeah. So if we go back to the one he released last year, it might pick up some more steam because yeah, new ones dropped. On the if he was going to look too. back in his, mm. yeah, he has guts yeah. on the last one. But anyway, yeah, check out Anderson Pack. I'm telling you, even for my old heads, list. I'm telling, you, just go listen to it. You'll be shocked. You'll be like, who's this young man singing these R&B jams? Dope man. If any brother can get Smokey on the hook, you know he ain't bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. And there's a video. I'm- of actually there's a video it's with Dr. Dre Anderson Park. they're talking to him. he's like Dre I gotta make a new album blah 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 and then they show the studio sessions with Smokey in there and Smokey he's old school so Smokey's just sitting back and he's telling the young man you know you gotta do it like this or something and homeboy singing Anderson singing there's a look on Smokey's face he looked like this nigga don't know what he's doing <laughs> I was like 
Why did they release that? He like he was giving him so much shade, but he was you have to respect Smokey. I was like, yeah, Smokey's he's mm-hmm. gonna tell you what to do. You ain't gonna tell Smokey how to run the session. Um, but then they got like Andre three thousand, he's in there too. But it's this dope, man. Like this dude is he's on some shit, man. Check it out. It's a funny thing you're bringing up Smokey Robertson because earlier this week I went to go and see the Motown musical in London, mm-hmm. which will be ending on the the 20th of April. And um, I didn't know that Smokey had so much impact on helping Barry Gordy with, you know, Motown and Hitsville and things what? like that. Like, yeah, yeah I just, young, I, young, let me tell you something. Yeah. Like, no, it's not about being young. It's just like point of interest. I'm like, I more care about the music than the business behind certain things. That was what it was. Um, for me, so I was like music only, then business later. So going to the musical and watching it, I learned a lot more what went behind the scenes and how the music was influenced around the history and civil rights and what was things going on at the time. And I also have a lot more respect for Marvin Gaye. And I'm just like, mm. you know, I learned a lot. So Smokey, mad respect. Smokey's that mad original, respect. original cat, original light skin brother, serenade jamming. Mm-hmm. Songwriter, mm-hmm. That's, that's the dude, man. Right, so I, mm-hmm. I like the old, but what's that? Song? Oh, nah, I can't remember it. It's on one of my playlists, current playlists. Damn, can't think of what it don't come to be late. Well, Smokey, and also another thing as well. I think I mentioned this last episode. James Brown. Stop. Like I've been, I've been on my James Brown for the past month. Okay. And okay. yesterday morning I was getting ready for work and I was watching an interview with James Brown, Muhammad Ali and Al Shapton and the message in that interview still re- Uh-oh. Still there? Oh. <laughs> James Brown cut her off. All right. Well, there we go. There we go. Uh, I think any, any, we have anything else to talk about you guys before we get about here? I forgot to mention. No. <clears throat> I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right, man. This is, uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say real quick. Um, Kevin Feige confirming that X Men and Fantastic Four are far, far in the future. Mm, okay. Yeah. He did, yeah. Way out. I'm back, by the way. I don't know what happened there. She's back. Dropped. <laughs> yeah, and you guys carried on without me. <laughs> the show must go on. Go on. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. That's all good. Um, Oh, yeah, but you guys go ahead. I, I, I'm not going to go on, but it was, yeah, I think I said what I needed to say. Yeah, you were talking about Smokey and James. You were just getting into your James. Uh, oh, they were, they, basically, they were talking about how the young people who are in the, who basically talking about young people in poverty and how it's hard for them to get jobs and stuff. And they just don't want, they don't want to be given money from, you know, the government and stuff. They just want a chance. There are jobs out there, but they just need a chance to get those jobs because it relates to today. You know, uh, they would. It's, it's a. It's a more of an insult telling someone they're overqualified for a role. You know what I mean? It's like basically, and but but then someone else who's underqualified will get that role. And you know, you have to experience. You went out your way to get yourself in debt to go uni for you to go and get the job that you always desired, but then told is not good enough or this is not what we're looking for. But they get someone else who's not of color, who's not qualified for it to get that position, and then basically climbing the the career ladder while you're just stuck there frustrated because you've basically been told you're not good enough. And that's kind of like um. That's personal to me, but it's also relatable as well to many other people like myself. All right. Not just young and old, <laughs> but you know. Chloe's on one this episode. I love it. Um, I, I don't know. I'll start calling you I, the preacher. I just, 
I'm sorry. It's just, I maybe that time of the year, like April's one of those months for me where I love April, despite Prince before Prince died. April's just been my favorite months of the year where it starts off Q2 because I divide the year into three, four quarters. So every four months, every three months, every four, yeah, every four months is like um, the first four months is like Q1, second four months is Q2, the final lap, the second half of the year, Q3 and Q4. So I'm thinking I'm in my Q2 moment. All right, Q2. We got two Qs here, too. See how it's connected? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. We we did a lot of talking about different things. Um, Before, again, we've been getting new people to join our chat, and it's fun. You know, we have a good time. But check out our Discord chat. If you go to podcastjuice.net, find this episode or pretty much any of the Michael Dean episodes on there, you'll see the show notes. There's going to be a link to that Discord chat. So you can jump on on your computer or better yet, install the app on your phone and anytime we start to talk and shit, you get a pop of what? What? What did Q just say? What did Mike say? Oh, here they go. They going at it again. You know, jump <laughs> in. You know what I'm saying? Jump in. Get in. We got some new um, I think we started a spoilers room because i know end games coming i know they're gonna be all kind of reveals and stuff so we we got spoilers section we got a print section so we're gonna add stuff as needed but we got some cool people on there and you know uh hopefully people ain't getting any real feelings it's just good conversation debating all that good stuff uh so definitely check us out also podcastjuice.net gear go on there and get you your t-shirts and stuff and salute to uh this week we're gonna salute mr lenny the purple underground he's been really representing uh you know the t-shirts out there uh he had on one of our um something sexy but not dirty t-shirts that was good look uh working like a job and all that good stuff so definitely shout out to them brothers shout out to everybody on patreon holding it down again like bootsy say if you ain't buying no i'm just joking um but yeah shout out to everybody um q storm shout out to him he is gone he had to go handle his business but Ampu, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram <clears throat> at uh, Ampu. That's all I got for you. All right, Quentin. You can find me on Instagram under Q dot J. That's Q D O T J. And under Facebook, you can find me through any of the gentlemen or the lady on the panel, Quentin Jones. All right, Chloe. They can find me on. Twitter at Little Miss Cece and Instagram and Facebook Chloe Calvin. Big sexy in sack. <clears throat> Excuse me, I can be found at Facebook under Mark Wiggins, Twitter WSE Mark, Instagram Mark Wiggins 2, as in the number 2. And since Q Storm isn't here, I can also be found at theredshirts.com where we talk Star Trek talk. All right. And with that, as I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.